Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with fight for better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Oh, wait. Uh, the graphic is not correct. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is I knew I, I've done that one other time. And I kept thinking to myself, so at some point I'm going to screw up and and it's going to do the loop back through thing. Mm. And uh, each Here week we I managed, each week I managed to catch myself, and I'm like, oh, almost did it. And this week wasn't even paying attention. Totally let it happen. Hey, folks, welcome to Grab City. I'm Will Washington. How are you on this Saturday? I hope you're good. I hope Philip Lindsay's good. I'm good, bro. You know why? Back-to-back pay-per-views in the Mecca. Oh, uh, here he goes. That's right. Here out. He we'll goes be back already. here in Chicago. And, hey, if you want other reasons to know why this is the Mecca, hey, where is Sasha Banks making her first appearance? Post-WWE. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. That's right. At C2E2. Because this is the greatest city in the world. I'm sorry if you may be feeling a certain way about that, but your boys is back in the city, man. Well, we have Sierra living here because uh, R- Russell Wilson is our new quarterback. So uh, suck on that, Chicago. Yeah, I guess that adds up this time. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. all right. Hey, well, I don't know if you've seen it. that. I don't know if you've seen that jump video, but Sierra is still fine. And yeah, I say still as if she's not just like thirty six. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but she's been around for a while. So but she's been around like, so long yeah. that I, it surprised me when I saw that. I looked up and I was like, "Wait, wait, she's only thirty six? Mm-hmm. Like you, you haven't been looking at those Instagram pics, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I feel like that's been a thing. It yeah. feels like a shock because Russell Wilson is so like Jesus and my mm-hmm. family, and you know, you wouldn't think but Jesus then it's like and my family. Yo, she yo. out here. Yo, Sierra, Sierra. Yeah. Also here is, you heard him, it's Righteous Reg. Oh, you know who it is. It's me, your boy, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg, media man in the building. It's Saturday morning. 
wrestling is always wrestling we're here again it's the grab city guys i am one of them people that are against go Lindsay because i want a pay-per-view over here in california what's going on why does chicago get all the love Listen, i man. say that but then i see that tickets are sold out in like minutes and shit that i'm like oh yeah that's why chicago gets all the love because they are out here so i'm not listen, even mad at listen it. man we uh i have suffered through decades of terrible football thanks to the <laughs> chicago bears um mm-hmm. i have not been back to a, a championship game since jordan has left this town mm-hmm. um We've had a lot of terrible things sports-wise going on in this city. Right. Uh, let's not get into the stuff that happened after 2011, mm-hmm. watching Derrick Rose go down. Um, I've suffered a lot in this city as a sports yeah. as a sports fan. I'm not Let me have fan. this. Let yes. me enjoy this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. My team did just win the championship over here, so you know I'm. You know we got to spread the love. And uh, the the hockey team, right? They're from Colorado. Yeah. They just won. Yes. So Dang. yeah, we're we're spreading the love. We're spreading the love out here. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's cool. I want wrestling though. The African American vernaculars won the Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah, African American vernaculars. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how is you guys' week going? Um. It's 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 been all right. It's been a it it listen, it was a lot more fun than last week. Uh listen, I know we came in hot a little bit last week. Uh your boy was a little annoyed this last week, but no, I'm in I'm in a good mood, man. Again, it hasn't been back like to back, baby. Week. Yeah, yeah. He's been pretty excited and pretty up since they announced that all out was gonna be in Chicago. Um they didn't keep it a secret it felt like like it felt like they were like yo we're about to announce that it's in chicago there's no secret but i was seeing online that people are kind of like you were saying too that it's not really chicago and i think that's something that you yeah, want to reiterate it, to people see, it, before it, they're like hey let's we're, we're going to chicago for all out and they're like assed out it, it's not so bad because you know i've done the trip to all out a few times um mm-hmm. and the only thing i need to say about all of that is if you're strategic if you make sure you get wherever you're staying your hotel get mm-hmm. it in hoffman estate you'll be fine right. um i would not try to stay in chicago and then no, that's the thing that's what i'm saying if you're, you're gonna, looking at you're right. looking at like a a half hour drive mm-hmm. probably longer to now arena if you stay in the city and that's like without traffic and shit so with the without a bunch of wrestling fans trying to get to the same place that you're trying to get to so yeah yeah just remember <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely not chicago it is yeah. it is hoffman estates mm-hmm. but that's all right i'm still taking this victory for the city of the year Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I said, I've done it a few the times. Of the city of the year. I'm, that's hilarious. And it's like Hoffman Estates isn't too bad. Like I, like I said, I've done it. It's it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, so a uh, few notes. This is Grapsity and being Grapsity. Oh, this is Grapsity. Yeah, it is. Uh, make sure that you're leaving us those uh, thumbs up. And uh, also send us your super chats, your humper chats. Um, they do a couple of things. One, they kind of help um, support the show. They help us mm-hmm. continue to do what we do here. Uh, but then also you get your messages across. So you're helping enhance the content of the show while in the process also helping support the show. So uh, 
your super chats and your humper chats and you don't know what a humper chat is it's humperchats.com that's a stream lab solution uh and uh they don't take as much of a cut as uh youtube does so then therefore you're helping support the show even more when you leave humper chats uh and we so, like those except for when i'm trying to run shit over here and i can't find them that's the only time but other than that <laughs> shit is lit for y'all i swear yeah hey. uh, um i i that's my bad by the way i probably should have in like leaving stuff for mm. the show been like oh let's make sure that reg can do the humper chat thing because I need a checklist because i'm a stoner you know i just like i think i'm like i got everything it's in my brain but then i get there i'm like oh shit, i don't know where nothing is like i couldn't <laughs> I... find the show intro or nothing so yeah uh Next time, I... I got this yeah that's that's my bad i probably should have made sure i i will say by the way though so uh i guess a little update for those wondering about how william r washington is doing mm-hmm. uh let me tell you I am fucking bored. So uh, my With family, how many podcasts you have, it doesn't seem like it. Well, what I specifically mean is, uh, so my family's out of town. My my wife is out of town. My kids are away with oh, her. Oh, shit. And Everybody's so, gone. It's so crazy. So I have here. the house to myself. And uh, I guess a little backstory for those of you who haven't known me uh as long as a lot of people have so i went straight from living with my parents to living with my girlfriend and then straight from girlfriend to wife like it was like a straight transition and i've never really lived on my own uh it is i've i've never had to right it was like i i met her uh when i was 21 and uh it was like just up and out and in with her. And so, uh, yeah, never really been on my own. Never really had to like do things just for me. Like everything I do is like for the duo. Bachelor it, life, not dad life. <laughs> right. Which you're used to. Well, yeah. and like we didn't always have kids, but like mm-hmm. it was always the two of us. Uh, and. This is the first time the kids like mentioned this a hundred times, but this is the first time that my kids have been away without me. Uh, like obviously, I've been away from them. I take all these wrestling trips, right? But as far as they're concerned, they've never left without me. But this is like a first time for them, so they're a little freaked out about like how do we manage a trip without dad around? And then on the other hand, I'm like the hell do i do in my house without <laughs> anybody here like are, are you kidding me enjoy enjoy the time alone buddy yeah you would think so and like alone. it's funny everybody has said the same thing to me everybody on twitter as soon as i mentioned it they're like all right pull up Pornhub." i'm like man <laughs> that's gonna take up like five minutes of my time and that's then i it. spend 20 fe- minutes do you have yeah right. and, and then i spend 20 feeling regret but right um the <laughs> no nah, man i thought i thought as soon as she left you were gonna come come sliding across with your bathrobe doing the doing the dance to the usher video yeah you would you think so but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you would think so but nah i not into it i haven't had nearly enough to do uh i've i found myself just like watching shit i've seen a thousand times um the main thing is eating single people please tell me because like everything i cook is like for multiple people <laughs> Even like 
I went to just make some just basic ass mac and cheese, and it said two and a half servings, and I'm like, I don't have two and a half people here, so <laughs> I just find myself like not really like eating real meals because uh, all my meals are for like two people or right. four. Mm-hmm. So I've been eating cereal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna just forget the servings. I'm just gonna make. I know something that's one serving. It's a bowl of. Uh, Apple Jacks. And, and you know what? I went to my dad and my dad told me the same thing. My dad was like, uh, he, this is how bored I got. I just wandered over to my parents' house. I was like, I'm going to just drive around for what a couple What are you doing? Seconds. I know. I was like, I'm going to just drive around. Look, I, yesterday, I just walked around Target, right? I was just oh like, I'm going to just. The boredest guy of I, I walked. I walked up and down the aisles at Target and then buying what? I don't know. I tried to find like pudding for whatever reason mm-hmm. couldn't target where's your fucking pudding um pudding. but then <laughs> you couldn't find the pudding no it literally said on the little aisle caps it said pudding cups and i'm like all right this is where it is and i went up and down the aisle and i'm like y'all are lying there's no fucking pudding cups here oh, um is there like a pudding sh- shortage what on, what on earth are you doing sir i i know i know <laughs> Look, I know. Listen, man. I don't know how to do this, man. I don't know how to do this at all. I thought I did. No, not at all. I don't know how to do this. And so you are. You don't know what's going on out there. So I like drove around for like half an hour, just like driving, and then I was like, "All right, uh, I'm just gonna go to my parents' house." And I went to my parents' house and like was over there for like four hours, just bothering them. And I could tell they were like trying to watch a show, and they're like, they're like "What they're is like, this bull doing here? Leave!" Uh, they were like on the series finale of a show that they've been into, and I could tell that they were like, "All right, son, so what else are you getting into?" <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, fine, I I, I could take a hint, mm-hmm. mom and dad, but. <laughs> Because, like, when I was bored, when I was, like, a teenager, I would wander the house and then eventually just, like, end up in their room and then I'd sit and talk with them. And I was right. like, look, it's just like that, except I wandered a few miles to end up at your house. They're like, no, I didn't I even like that n- anymore, young man. Yeah, I didn't even call. I was just like, I just showed up and my dad's like, who's that at the door? And they're like, it- it's-, it's our son who doesn't seem like he has anything else to do. But <laughs> it's our bored-ass son. <laughs> it's our bored-ass son. Uh, I've been playing old video games. And here's the worst part. It's only been two days. Wow. How much longer do you have? Uh, they get back Tuesday. So oh, I at damn. least have... This is going to be the longest weekend of all time. What it's going to be the longest weekend of all stressed. time. So, I'm surprised you didn't find a wrestling show to go to. I know. Let's see, we... Well, I I should look that up because we do have a few local promotions. Come on, uh, man. We got to put somebody over. Yeah. So I, I may be. I'm heading got- to some local wrestling tonight. It's Hood Slam Night out in Oakland, California. Shout out to all my homies in Hood Slam. Dark Sheik's going to be in the building, of course. I think Ali catches on the show, Tony Depp. And there's a couple of GCW people. There's a GCW show tomorrow in San Francisco. So a couple of people that are going to be on that show. Also be at the Hood Slam show. I'm going to be at that GCW show tomorrow in San Francisco. If you are in the area, you definitely want to check that out. They got an insane card. whole bunch of things are happening. So, yeah, it's going to be super lit, uh, especially if you could check out any local independent wrestling in your area. You want to do that and support people that are eventually going to be on your little TV screens for not enough <laughs> minutes. And you're going to complain because they're not on the show for long enough. But you want to get them before when they can get long matches instead of six-minute squashes. So, yeah. Speaking of happens. local indies, 
your boy ACH and Frontman Ja are your new AAW Let's go, baby. Oh, champions. my God. It was lit last night. That made me very happy. Yeah, when me it and ACH. It seemed like everybody was having a good time last night. When ACH and I did the interview, we talked about him having potential partners, and Frontman Ja was one of the guys. He was like, I'd love to work with Ja, specifically against Waves and Curls. He thought that they would have a great contest together and so to see them win the aaw tag team championships together is amazing because like how did you go from that to like actually making it happen and winning championships that makes ach triple crown and aaw he's been doing a lot in there triple crown reigning black matter let's go that also kind of i always connect these two guys together i don't know why it just happens last night at gcw leo rush was in the building, showed up, did some commentary, was talking like he's going to be back in the building. So, you know, that's always exciting. I get I, I'm over the retirement shit. I don't like I don't know what that does for anybody that does nothing. For yeah, me, I, I think just, he's burned out the last retirement. So, yeah, it's like, who cares? Like, who cares, man? Like, if we get to see him in the ring, that's all that fucking matters. Who cares how he got there? Who cares what's going to happen afterwards? Give me the fucking matches while he's here and he wants to fucking do it. That's all I care about. Yeah. Jeez Louise, you guys. All right. Uh, we also got some. Uh, let's go to our viewers, shall we? Yeah. So we got uh, Humper Chats coming in. Uh, Anwar says, much love to y'all and the Grap City fans. Media Man was right about Mike Bailey. He's getting buckets everywhere. Phil and Will. How are y'all feeling about the current MCU phase? Some people are putting them on pack watch. <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's a bit soon to put them on pack watch. I mean, are we are we acting like No Way Home was not a good movie? I mean, mm-hmm. what's going on? Phase four feels the least cohesive, though. I feel like phase three was building to a big goal, obviously. Um, and... Phase four has thus far, and phase two was definitely all building. Phase one, phase one was the first of its kind, right? That it was all building toward, you know, one big Avengers movie. Phase two was like, okay, uh, it was the steps of getting some of the lesser guys involved to build the bigger team. Phase three was like, okay, we are building toward the biggest event in the history of movies with Avengers uh, Infinity War, right? But like phase four thus far doesn't really feel like it's all simultaneously building to something and i think that that's kind of the issue that i'm having here from the mcu perspective i'm so used to this idea of there being a big ass end goal and this has not felt like there is one and i have look once they took your your precious captain america off the table and they started (laughs) and bringing in new characters with color um all of a sudden people are like cohesion like i don't want to hear cohesion bro like they're they're introducing new characters um they're they're putting new new uh chess pieces on the board let them cook man like people i mean look you know i'm the biggest mcu fan i am a believer that there isn't I mean, I, I said you gotta that. let I, it play I, out. I can't say no, this let now it that play out. I can't say this now that it, it always works. I can't say this now that Eternals exists, but <laughs> I, I was a big believer for a long time that there wasn't a bad MCU film. That I feel like people who would argue I about. It, I don't think Eternals is bad. You think it's I, a bad movie? I do think it's a bad movie, but it, it is interesting that um, you know when I hear people argue about this movie is is better than this movie, and I'm like, you're all just arguing about good movies, which is right. a, a, a fun thing, like for how much I wanted as a kid, like a, a, a great, 
Like, for people who have superhero fatigue right now, I get it because there's so much of it. But, like, as a kid, this is everything I ever wanted in film. And so, like, I think MCU movies are great. I have fun with them. Um, But right now, this is the time that I feel like I'm not walking out of each one right now ready for whatever's next. I'm not like, okay, all right, well, how this one ended, I can't wait to see what's next, to see where this leads, to see where this leads. There, if This is the most they've all just kind of felt like standalone stories. And I think that... Uh, you disagree? <laughs> I I kind of disagree in the sense that... Here, I'm going to get closer to my, my mic because I feel like some people have wanted to hear me say this for a long time. I'm kind of biased. Um, so... <laughs> um, you know they're just going to isolate that... Yeah, they right just got to isolate that. Do, yeah. do, what, do what you will. <laughs> I'm kind of biased because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan and seeing all three Spider-Men on film... Come on, man. Forget it. Um, oh, No Way Home so, is, is an all-time great movie. Like there, there's so and, and yeah. then also like Sam <laughs> Raimi to me has has produced possibly the best Spider-Man movie ever, and to have him come back and direct another comic book movie did do Doctor Strange. Come but on, even man. so, Doctor Doctor Strange was cool. But again, it, it wasn't like by the end of it, I didn't feel like I'm building to a big end goal, and that's the only thing that uh, the Infinity Saga was able to do was after each movie in those first three phases. I felt like, all right, when are we getting to Thanos? Every single movie, uh, you were like, yeah, okay, see, we gotta get to take Thanos. The, and take, take those expectations out of there, man. You, but I you, did, but I, they gave me the expectations. They gave it to me for like twenty films. There, <laughs> I, ju- I just they did twenty I movies. Know the feeling. I know. The <laughs> I, I, feeling. I do think they're building to certain things. I just think right now they are introducing as many new characters as they can. And look, almost every new character they've introduced has been a win. Like all of the all of the TV characters they've introduced. Um, come on, man! I, I, you, I know you haven't watched Miss Marvel yet, but I feel like the way they've introduced Miss Marvel and the way they've done that as a tie-in to the next movie is great. I, I never know what anyone's talking about, but people do talk positively about all the TV shows and any of that shit that comes out. Yeah, it's I, always I, like, I think, yeah, yeah, we love this. Like, we can't wait until the next one. Like, that's a that's a I, I, yeah. I think people that are just like, oh, the movies are. If, if people are like the movies are mid, like, man, we've gotten several great TV shows at this point. Mm-hmm. Loki was fantastic. WandaVision is probably my favorite out of this. We got a great Hawkeye show. I don't know. I feel like I am along for the ride. I, people that are just like, where are we going? When do we get to the fireworks factory? Just enjoy the ride. <laughs> we don't have to know yet. When are we getting to I, the fireworks I, I, I appreciate... I appreciate that, Philip Lindsay. Again, like I said, we we may not uh, necessarily agree on the taste, but I love that our tastes are fairly similar because the Definitely. fact that he could drop a Simpsons reference like that, and uh, and and I can always appreciate that. Uh, but so we've got, uh, and then yeah, um, obviously, uh, other thing you said, Anwar. Uh, Shout out Mike Bailey. He Oh, Mike Bailey's insane. He's going crazy. Every match he does is the best match you've ever seen. Not just kidding. Just best match of the night usually 99% of the time. Every time I've seen him for the last year or so. It's only up from here. There's a lot of dope. Uh, Impact has some tape. I don't know if it's, if it's going live tonight. I don't think it is. But they're taping some things this weekend. They have some crazy matches. Kushida's going to be out there. Kushida and Alex Shelley. Or no, that's that's gonna be at the end of the month. Kushida and Rich Swan are gonna go at it. So, yo, that's fire. 
Um, well, we also have our weekly updates uh, from Van Twinblade. Oh, there he is. Uh, he said, two notes for Glory Pro. One, live at the pageant returns September 25th. Get on that Amtrak and get down here, guys. Uh, and he said, two, due to Jake something breaking motherfuckers in New Japan, Ethan Price will team with Laney Luck against the Hustle and the Muscle. P.S. Fuck VKM. Um, and then he also sent another one saying... Uh, also, I just saw this on Insta. Jody Threat and Brooke Valentine are coming back to face each other. Hashtag, I just hope they both have fun. And uh, also, Mike Outlaw is going to get his kneecap surgically removed by 2D's kicks. 2D, two belts. Uh, thank you. That's for... a sell. I think uh, that Glory Pro announced that that show is going to be live and free on YouTube. So everybody tune in. Subscribe to the Glory Pro YouTube so you could be updated on all the great stuff and also jake something being in new japan is awesome all the matches that he's had there and strong have been dope he's a great talent i'm surprised that AEW hasn't tried to slip in the bag because he's a big guy him and warlow could be in there beating each other's face off if they wanted a great crazy opponent for him so yeah shout out to jake something yep uh they're noting in the chat that i got a haircut i did um that was another one of those don't have shit else to do gotta hang out yeah at the see barber that's shop definitely to... something you could get into, oh yeah you know? and hanging out at the barbershop talking with people so here's a cool story uh and for those of you who are gonna the ryan sat in me here um i do have the the uh <laughs> the the proof but so i've mentioned before bad buddy they're, they're no they're, so they're all wrestling fans at at my barbershop right that's and, the one that Lashley went to. Yeah, so Lashley yeah. brings his kids into and and all of that, and uh, so they're fans at the shop. Uh, and <laughs> when I got in there, uh, so I came in Friday, and they were all just uh, so shout out Stacy and my barber Jelani, but they were just like, "There's the bed, there's the bed right here," and I was like, well, "What?" They were like. Swerve got the tag team <laughs> titles. And, Let's go, baby. And then yeah. one of the other barbers was like, oh, I didn't even see it. They won? And he was like, let's put it on. And they threw on Dynamite. <laughs> I shit you not. I shit you not. Look at this. Let's I got. Go, I sent this picture to Swerve, but this is yes. in the barbershop. You can see right up here. They're watching Dynamite in the barbershop. Mm. Everybody. And they threw the match on because they were like, that match was so good. And they had people like sitting around just like paying attention. Everybody's remarking on it because, you know, everybody's like a lapsed wrestling fan, right? And they're like, oh, I used to watch this stuff when I was a kid. But they were all getting into the match as the match is going on. And uh, when Hobbs started hitting those spine busters on everybody, like everybody in the barbershop's getting lit. That's one of his his demographics right there. Barbershop dudes. (laughs) <laughs> are, are you saying that there are black people that enjoy AEW? Mm, well, that's the thing. is, I, I, I've always said this. I don't care what nobody said. When you talk about casual wrestling fans and all of that, and they say casual wrestling fans don't care about the wrestling. If you show this match, the mm. match, that main event, to even, like like I said, it felt like there were a lot of lapsed fans there because a lot of people were comparing. Like, I, I remember when the Bucks, like, there was a guy in there who had never seen the Young Bucks before. But he saw um, them keep uh, hitting the super kicks, and he's like, oh, shit, they got sweet chin music, right? Like they, And I was like, okay, I can see that uh, these are, uh, there's a lot of lapsed fans here, right? I've always felt like if you show a great match to anybody, 
they will get into it. It doesn't matter who's in it. Like, that is the ability. That's what a truly great match has. That's why I'm a believer that if you can get the crowd on your side, you've won in pro wrestling. And if Mm -hmm. you can get a crowd that's not even at a wrestling event, but is just, like, sitting on the bench waiting for their barber, um, that's... Like they turned off Sports Center when I expecting to watch a wrestling. Like match. usually they got Sports Center on and they turned it off. They were like, "Nah, you got because one guy hadn't seen the match yet," and they were like, "Nah, you got to see this." And they just threw it on on the TV, and you could see it start to get everybody's attention in the room. And I was like all smiles. Like I said, I, I took a picture and I sent it to Swerve, and I was like, "They're watching the match here in the barbershop." Amazing. <laughs> William said, "Buddy, I'm saying." <laughs> He's like, "Like I said, you can believe it if you want." You I did all this for Cloud. He's like, "Put this match on. I need y'all to stand right here." Put this right on. Here. I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna get my phone out. Match. I'm gonna get my and, phone like, out. And, it, and the thing is, I didn't even post the picture. Like I, I literally just took the picture just to send to him. I'm like, "Hey, they're all." enjoying the match here <laughs> and yeah. like because i will say the two th- the three things that got the biggest reaction from like 20 people in a barbershop was one the spine busters from powerhouse hobbs you know he hits that first one on keith lee and everybody's like oh but then he keeps hitting them on everybody else and stacking them that was good reaction okay. keith lee with the dive uh, they're like, whoa, what's this big man about to do? Oh, shit. That was one of Keith Lee's best dive ever. He, like, hit mm-hmm. that so clean. Oh, my God. I love it. And the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, because near falls get people. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there were a couple of times where I watched people bite. Uh, no, honestly, there, I said there were three. But uh, Ricky Starks' spear had people going, oh, that was clean. Dude in the, uh, on the side was like, that was one of the cleanest spears he'd ever seen. He was I'll like, fuck with spears, but that he, was the hell of a spear. I, he yeah. was like, look, I coach. <laughs> he was like, look, I coach, um, I coach football. And he was like, he's like, that was all the form you're supposed to have. And he starts talking about form. In sp- <laughs> oh, see, man, see. <laughs> See, Rich. See, um, <laughs> I guess it's about form. I don't know. Like this is one of those things. You show a bunch of black people in one space, and it had everybody. And then, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, everything's coming back to me now. Everybody was also remarking on the Jordans, on uh, mm-hmm. the Young Bucks. Like that was the first thing that a couple of people caught. They're like, wait, wait, they wrestle in Jays now? Like. It was just the thing. It nah. was it was fascinating. It's to okay watch. for them to do that. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> Look, this ain't wrestling Twitter, so nobody like was no. actually caring to dive into anything. They were literally just remarking on the Jays, the specific Jays, and how much they cost. And so, like, there was just all that talk happening, and it was Man. that fast. <laughs> <laughs> at, at one of these events that we're all three of us in, I feel like we're gonna do the 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 young bucks. Uh, don't 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 <laughs> don't 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 don't. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yes. gonna do that now. Yeah, we have to. Uh, so I'm trying to pull up to one of these uh, next big ones, specifically. The sold out show or that New York show. That New York show's looking pretty amazing. All that's not quite sold out though, because they got a lot of combo tickets. Like a lot of people are having to buy there's a lot of combos left. So if you are trying to go, uh you just may have to go to all three or buy one for all three and then just like not attend. Yeah, I don't if know, I was gonna go to them. Chicago, I would be interested in going to all three anyways. So. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of combos left, but uh as far as like just the straight all out tickets, those are gone. Um 
Let's see. What's Orion the weather Bay. like at that time? Yeah, it should be all right. Yeah, September. last year. Yeah, it should be decent weather. La- the times I went, I, I was burning up because um, it's okay. still technically summer. Uh, and yeah, I had my kids with me last year because um, they wanted to go to All Out. That was the first time I ever took them to All Out. That was the first time I. I mean, I, I technically met Phil in person um beforehand at uh effie's big gay brunch but uh that was the first time i met philip Lindsay. and that's uh is that the time when uh uh me and sean met to go to jeremy's thing and then you called like right after i left and got back to my hotel room i was like oh, i'm gone buddy sorry yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like i had hit you up beforehand and i was like what are you doing tomorrow and you're like well i'm going to effie's it's like all right cool i'll see you there um and so, yeah, Orion Ben says, I'm shocked that Reg survived the Reg Invitational. I'm shocked I survived, too. That was <laughs> a series of emotions. You talk about an emotional roller coaster in a match right there. All the elements. We talked about it last week. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And then the finish, like, we will talked about it a little bit on Twitter and on uh, Dad for Dynamite. We did not think this was going to happen. We didn't. We weren't in on it at all. This was like a legit. I was like, so uh, (laughs) so some people are aware. And if you haven't heard the whole story, listen to or go watch Day After Dynamite. But um, the change to Swerve's theme music was a change I had made. Mm -hmm. Um, The the change to add the Who's House. Even you talking about that in the group chat, it didn't like. Yeah, I told you about that in our group chat. Brain to be like, oh, that means something. Are you kidding me? Me doing that didn't register Mm -hmm. that. Oh, this change is happening because something 
big is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just, hey, they got a main event match on Dynamite. Right. So this is so it's a good time to have some enhancement to Swerve's entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't even click that. Even, I, I, like, I, I spent I spent all day um, listening to that uh, that edit and. Like, my kids probably heard it a thousand times uh, because of the fact that I had played it over and over. I was, like, really, like, syncing up the timing on whose house, all of that, all day. And it didn't even occur to me. I'm like, yeah, we're going to hear that right at the beginning of the match. Didn't even register to me that I'd hear it at the end. Mm-hmm. Not even one time. Right. Uh, right. I missed all of the hits. Somebody tried to spoil the match for me. Completely right. missed Nothing. the spoiling. I got a, a message from somebody that had just said, uh, "Oh, I heard about the titles," and Nothing. and I responded, "The titles? What titles? Yeah, what titles? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Yeah, and then um, and then after the match was over, I was like, "Oh, that's what you meant." Yeah. I don't even know why it didn't even hit me. I'm like, "Did they get like new TNT titles? Like, what are you talking right. about? I have no mm-hmm. idea what you are even." There were so many hints that I missed, and I was telling Just Swerve right yesterday. Over the head. I told him yesterday. I was like, I had zero clue, not mm-hmm. one hint in. I, I take that back. I had all the hints, but the I was, hints. but I was not picking up on any of them. Mm-hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a sec. Cause I want to read Definitely. the rest of these uh, super chats. But Ryan Sullivan says uh, Phil is going full heel over getting too much good wrestling. Honestly, uh, listen. <laughs> Listen, I'll just say this. God is good, man. God is God is very good because God spared the wrestling world from if if I got everything I wanted this summer and if yeah. Seth was Mr. Money in the Bank. Oh, I my mean, God. You guys would probably all mute me on Twitter. I would probably the be the, the worst person on Twitter right now if I got all the W's. Yeah, but I'm pretty, close. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. Van Twinblade says, uh, Randy Orton can say he's from St. Louis when he's from St. Charles County. Uh, that makes all of Chicago land Chicago. Uh, it's all Chicago. It, it, it technically does, but you know, Hoffman's not Chicago. Let's, let's it's, not Chicago. It's, not. <laughs> it's not Chicago. I mean, like, if people ask, like, I always do say, like, oh, yeah, I live in Denver. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm a stone's throw away from Denver. I'm in Aurora. But, mm-hmm. like, literally anything in Denver I can get to within 20 to 25 minutes. So, therefore, I just say, yeah, I'm in Denver. Right. Um, yeah. But... I am technically not in Denver. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it's tons of people around the Chicago area that co- claim Chicago, and it's like, mm-hmm. y'all don't live in Chicago. You, y'all you live out in the burbs. Uh, Tina Keys says, have coffee in hand. Here's to a great show and wrestling weekend. Uh, double of Defy Wrestling and G1 Climax. Oh, yeah, G1. Defy. Swerve is at uh, Defy this weekend, too. Bringing the tag so, title. Not shit, yeah. Bringing uh, the title, too. Awesome. Yeah. Man, Let's G1 see. did kick off last night. Was a pretty good night. Uh, that that uh, There was a big up, upset. Big upset. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Well, not Jonah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, Hanare yeah. put Tana- Tanahashi away with yep. the Streets of Rage, mm-hmm. which is also named for a finisher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should keep that forever. And, man... Not that I didn't expect it, but Phantasmo and Osprey put on an incredible match. If you haven't oh, seen yeah, it I yet, see it's that. really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Dream. Uh, where is it? Dream Ninja says, uh, 
gotta say it sasha is worth it she is the goat know your worth people bitching clearly hate black women death before dishonor is a super fire card uh we are gonna talk about that that's one of the major topics here today on the show are coming we, up here shortly death before dishonor uh <laughs> Well, we'll have notes on that, too. Uh, Brent Lockman says, uh, Will may have accidentally created a reality show here, talking about my uh, going around with my time. No, there uh, needs to be, like, a, a, a support group. Uh, <laughs> dad, husband's dad support group, where, like, your family's gone. You can't be in these streets because you're a good, wholesome man. So what do, good wholesome, what do good, wholesome dads do when their family's away? And then you well, guys like, all have a support group together. I have plans. Although I do have to call out one particular friend. I'm not going to name them by name. But I do have one particular friend who I just have to tell you. This is now seventh time in a row that this friend has done this. Look, I promise you people, this is my advice to everyone out there. It is better to say no than to say yes and cancel. Yes. Just say no in the beginning. But this particular friend, we had we had a bet. Me and another friend. I sent the screenshot and I was like, I made plans with this friend, and we had a bet over whether or not they would cancel, and they did Mm -hmm. every single time. I'm telling you right now. I know some people get anxiety over saying no to people, Mm -hmm. and so they'll say yes and then realize that they actually couldn't do it, but. Just say no. It feels so much better to say no than to make plans with somebody and cancel. And I can say things will come up, right? But this is like seventh time in a row. Literally, me and another friend had a bet going on this <laughs> over whether or not they'd make it. And I was like, I don't know. You know me. I look for the best in people. I was like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll actually come through this time. And my other friend was like, yeah, okay, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They were right. So, <laughs> again, don't do it. Um, just say no. Just say no. It's way easier. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I am pretty I am pretty introverted. I don't really like people that much. And so, um, a lot of times when people make plans with me, I'm secretly hoping they're going to cancel at the last minute so I have an excuse <laughs> not to go. <laughs> so you don't want to go is what you're saying. But you no, yes. every, every now and then, like, I'll get to the say day yes. of. I'll, I'll get to the day of. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do have those plans. I'm like, dang, maybe they'll cancel and I'll have to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and this particular friend, uh, I will say, uh, I, I, it just occurred to me that I have seen them in the Grapsity chat one time. So if you are watching, I have yo. put you on blast. <laughs> so... Hey, yo. I did not I, expect to get put on blast. And I was just trying to watch this nice show. And, and, got, and got cooked by your boy. Wow. So just know, like I said, not a huge deal, but just say no. It's okay. Like, like if no. I say, hey, what are you doing on Saturday? And then, uh, hey, you want to kick it Saturday? And you can't, and you know you can't, or you know you don't want to. Don't tell me yes and cancel. That's worse than telling me no. No, 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 no. Don't misunderstand me, cards, cards, cards. I am not a canceler. I hate being stood up by anybody, but I am also very antisocial. It's not going to be there. I am very Mm -hmm. antisocial at times. And so it it isn't that I would cancel on people. It is that sometimes I'm like, dang. Oh, you can't make it? Dang. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll catch you next time. <laughs> you can't make it? That's funny. 
Jake Salazar says, Moon Knight is the best TV show Marvel has done, and I really want to see him inserted in a movie. Uh, insert, <laughs> all I'm saying is meme guy. Yeah, I, I like Moon Knight. I don't know if I would say it's the best, but, uh, I mean, to me, that is firmly Daredevil. Daredevil is the best Marvel TV show. Um, but, no, I enjoyed uh, Moon Knight. Do you like, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I was going to say, so I feel like the, the Netflix shows still have not been tops for me. I feel like uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones were super hot. I love that first season of, uh, of Luke Cage. Um, first season of Luke Cage was really good. Really, really good. Uh, and Defenders was trash. Um, but uh, that was partly because... Um, Iron Fist was trash. <laughs> so uh, building a universe off of a show that wasn't any good uh, could only build something that wasn't very good. Pylon says, uh, Briscoes and FTR are about to have the match of the year and the runner-up. Yeah, they plan on it. That's a big uh, fact. That's, yeah. Not playing around, man. are going to make some things happen. Chris says, uh, I'm waiting for the Crow reboot so indie comics and graphic novels uh, get a shot at, to be adapted. Uh, hey, you guys are out here, man. Yeah. Huh. Jake Salazar says, uh, Spider Man Toby Maguire made me tear up a little. Uh, yep. I actually just recently I, I watched last night. This is like I said, the part of the thing I do when I'm bored is like watch things I've seen a million times. I did watch Spider Man 2002 last night, uh, <laughs> where I was up super late and I Toby was really number two. Is that the second one or the first? That's one? the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched uh, Toby number one. I was like, I really was just looking for a clip uh, from the movie, and so I started it, and uh, so I maybe didn't watch like the first. Pretty much, I was. It was the Macho Man scene. I, I get to that, and I was <laughs> like, I just. Yeah, I wanted to see Bone Saw, right? And so uh, I, I went just to that scene, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just leave this on. And I ended up watching the whole thing again. I've seen the movie a million times, but never fails. Uh, let's see. Matt says, "What's up, Will, Phil, and Reg? So did everyone mark out Wednesday for Swerve and Keith and?" Uh, wondering why Mania Ticks for LA are going on sale next month. I mean, yeah, it's real soon. Uh, but it's also one of those things where you want to make sure that you, I think in this case, they, they need to sell it out. This and is so, a big place they're going to be in, too. Yeah, they usually start them around November. This is interesting that they're it starting It is them way early, sooner. Though. Yeah. But um, also, like, they want to get everything in place. I, I get it. Money's uh, different around these times for everybody. It's a good thing to just get a jump mm-hmm. on the whole thing to see how things are going, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and to try to sway Dwayne, like, hey, yo, hey, 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 you know, it, it, yeah. it's like, hey, look, you see, we sold all these tickets. Do you want to be here? Right. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it is weird to have two pay per views, two pay per views in July, and, and have people spending all this money and then go, hey, by the way, WrestleMania way, tickets. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, chill on my wallet for a minute, man. Let me, bro, <laughs> let me pay for these other things. And uh, yeah, that's when WWE is like, "Hey, we got a credit card now." Right? You, <laughs> you didn't see our commercial? <laughs> I did with uh, with Ian and uh, and Bianca in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Jake says, "Well, well, well, Reginald, looks like your middle aged bucks ain't the best no more." Look, hey, it's not about it being the best. It? It's about being. The, it's about the matches being the best matches you've ever seen, and that's what this was. Right? We already they come with buck slander. <laughs> They're out for one day, and yeah. this is how you treat them. 
Alexander says, I must be the outlier because most of the MCU felt repetitive going back to Iron Man 2. Uh, there have been real creative standouts here and there, but there's a level these movies aspire to but don't reach. I don't know. Erroneous. Okay. I, I like the movies. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Black Panther has been since Iron Man 2. What are we talking about? Like, what? Mm-hmm. like I, I like... I don't know. I I haven't walked out of those movies going like, damn, I'm disappointed. Like sometimes right. I have been like, yeah, it wasn't as good as this one, but I still like it better than like most of the superhero movies I grew up with. So therefore, these are fine. Iron Man Two was early in the game. We got Civil War after that. We got tons Civil of stuff War after that. was Come an experience. Now. I walked out of Civil War just smiling ear to ear. It's pretty rare where the timeline is like collectively like that was the worst thing I've ever seen, and like you never see that. It's always like yeah, pretty positive yeah. all around. Yeah, we we got Winter Soldier after that. Winter Soldier is possibly one of my favorite movies. Come on, hard disagree. Tyrell says uh, I feel like the MCU is starting to look like the comic world where they're just. Uh, movies you don't watch uh, or feel because the stories don't hit the same. I mean, that's another thing where I did feel like uh, I was really into comics for a long time, but there was just so much going on. And then, yeah, there was a point where I didn't feel like I was building to anything anymore. And then I fell out of comics. I don't want to fall out of the MCU because I've been with it since day one. I saw Mm -hmm. the first Iron Man in theaters multiple times. uh, And... I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. Um, let's see. Re- let's see. Nathan DePaul says uh, Ricky Stark's ugly crying before the pin getting <laughs> broke up or broken up is just top tier wrestling. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, they're they're talking about uh, wanting to pull up to the barbershop. again. Hey, it's great. Uh, I I have been uh, Jelani's been cutting my hair now for ten years. Ten years this year. Um, and <laughs> 10 years this year That's yeah 10 I'm... years this year <laughs> so, <laughs> uh and again it's always just like it's fun it is a very very fun experience i saw uh, a video the, the wrestling this d- week of um really quick you you were talking about your will washington isms and uh, here's the thing i saw a video this week uh, on reddit of triple h that's also his thing like, there's a bunch of times of him being like, here's the thing, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Here's the thing, <laughs> Randy Orton. I'm like, is Will Washington Triple H? That's crazy out here. I can't believe that's your Triple H. Uh, I'm sure I could, like, spit out some water over here. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it, it's fine. <laughs> that's from days ago. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, um, if, if you've learned anything so, from this episode, is that there's a lot of consistency in Will Washington's life, and he doesn't know what to do when consistency is not there. Yeah, yeah. anytime there's chaos, which is not chaos, it's just regular other things, he's like, yo, what's going on here? It's I have to say, though, in typical barbershop fashion, uh, there was a big debate over... Uh, two debates, actually. Um, I have to give Stacy some shit here, but he was just on the side. He was just shouting yesterday over Sasha Banks. He was like, who made Sasha Banks? WWE <laughs> made Sasha Banks. And Every time uh, he, there's a Stacy and it's no. a dude, it's always like that. He's always that person. <laughs> Classic Stacy. He was going off. He's like, WWE made Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks don't get to decide uh, that she's bigger than the WWE, blah, blah, blah. Wow. He was just going off. And, he, got, uh, he got a podcast? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> 
barbershop is where you get your shit off. And it's I know. Uh, I, 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 this was like straight barbershop talk. And then, of mm-hmm. course, it devolved into um, is Vince McMahon wrong? And I mean, uh, is and barbershop I mean, is not where you, some of those barbershop like, you're gonna get some some cancelable takes in there. Oh, uh, so, so quickly, yeah, because this is definitely a barbershop. Black men, there are no women in the vicinity, and therefore some men of a certain age, as they say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit's gonna be said that. Don't leave the barbershop and is not good. And that's all I'll say there. But that's when it got time there's one of those barbershop talk podcasts, it never works out because it's supposed to stay in there. I guess the LeBron James show works. It they they no, be giving it, it up on that. Yeah, it that's not, yeah. That's not <laughs> like Hollywood barbershop talk. They be in there pretending to cut hair and, and pre- pretending <laughs> to have real talk. Like, come on, stop. So, yeah, I, I will say when it got on those topics. <laughs> it was turn the cameras was, off. Um, yeah, no, th- that I did not record or take any mm-hmm. pictures of. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there were some not great shit. Uh, let's see. Ryan Lambert says, uh, having just moved from San Francisco to Shy, AEW keeps making me come back to my hometown. Um, here's my weekly appreciation to y'all. Much love. Thank you, you so much, Ryan. That. Always appreciate you. Brent says, it's ridiculous how well we're eating as wrestling fans right now. Gresham and Claudio, sweet Jeebus. I know. We are eating great as wrestling fans. How um, is it? I don't know how we keep getting this. Like, how, do keep, how do we keep getting so lucky? Like Every time they show a new graphic like that, I'm like, what? How did one, of the things, <laughs> one of the things Meltzer keeps talking about, and uh, he's right, is that there's not enough discussion, and maybe Grapsity uh, will do a big deep dive on it. Uh, but there's really not a huge discussion over, uh, you know, everybody always wants to talk about TV ratings and things like mm-hmm. that, right? Um, but one of the things that needs to be looked at right now is the successes of, quote, non-WWE products. That this mm-hmm. is the highest success that they've seen in forever. Oh, that wow. why is there such a big interest in all these indie promotions that are seeing you know the fact that there's as many as there are right now that have as much content as they're putting out there there's a lot and there's so much money to be made right now in non wwe content uh there's never been a better time to just eat as a wrestling fan if you don't like what you're seeing in one place and and i mean that too for AEW. if you don't like what you're seeing in AEW, there is something there's something for you. There's somebody there's, doing there's wrestling cons are almost every weekend. Also, like, almost so every like weekend. Legends, like you could find legends. Like there's somebody every. Well, if you want to control your narrative, look, oh, there yeah. is. No, they got tour dates, bro. They got they like, got tour dates. Look, tour there is pet. wrestling for yeah. you, and mm-hmm. they're all doing fairly well. Like yeah, definitely, it's it's a great time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I hate when the veterans are like. These people are doing this for a blah 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 and a handshake. There's no money to be. Bl- there is like if there's somebody, if somebody is recording it and it's going to be on the internet, all these spots do matter. It's not like in 1994 when you did something dumb in the independence and nobody ever saw it. Somebody's about to see that shit in 30 seconds all over the internet. So yeah. any anything matters now. There's no free anything. Like we'll watch the said. There's no 
free matches. There's no free anything. Somebody's paying for this somewhere. I'm paying for my internet that pays for Twitter. To <laughs> Something is being paid for. Somebody's going to see that shit. Do your fucking spots. Just be careful also. But yeah. do your fucking spots. Somebody's yeah. going to see that shit. It's L- not like Loosen up, old heads. If, if, yeah, <laughs> relax. If, you guys. Loosen up, old heads. If Hove can give out features for free, then you guys can chill out. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> no, well, honestly. That's crazy, bro. That's a crazy. I can't. I mean, I guess you have to be at a certain level. Like, it's, of course, it's free because, like, if you get it, you're at like a level where you earned it, but Yo, like that just sounds I, crazy. I felt like he kind of sunned a lot of rappers without trying to sun them because he was right. like, "No, nah, man, if you're making enough money, you don't have to charge people for features." I That's said, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. ho. <laughs> well, you All know right. what though? Um, so going off of. All right, so uh, there was something Conan said a few weeks ago when um, he was kind of calling out what Hangman had said about Hangman was like, you know, all these old guys who uh, he's like, I promise you I won't become an old guy who gets a podcast to bury the next generation. And Conan was like, you know, this generation is soft because uh, people would tell us that all the time. Uh, tell us this kind of stuff all the time. Don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. What I do disagree with is that they didn't have fucking podcasts. They, they told it podcasts. to you. They might yeah. pull you backstage. You might have heard it behind the scenes. You might have heard it. You know, the old heads would come down and make sure that, that you heard from them. But they mm-hmm. didn't have podcasts they where, in they, your face, like, Yo, where they buried bad. the youth. They didn't right. do it to an audience. They did it to you. That is mm-hmm. a big difference between um, me telling my son uh, a criticism as far as something he's doing and me going out publicly going... Hey, you know what my son needs to work on? Right. And like, there's a huge difference between those two things. And I don't understand how people don't recognize that um, you can give feedback to the the modern generation. But if you're doing it to the public, you are burying them. Mm -hmm. And just recognize that that's what you're doing. If that's your goal, then go ahead, achieve that goal, whatever. Um, but just recognize that that's what you're doing. Don't act like you're doing the same thing that was done for you yeah, when they weren't the the older generation, even if they were doing it publicly. They were doing it on like shoot interviews that barely anybody was watching. Or right. they were, uh, you know. You had uh, to be in the know to You know. had to be in the know, right? They yeah. didn't have giant audience. They didn't have uh, YouTube channels. They didn't have that kind of stuff, right? You had to go buy RF video shoots right. to hear somebody <laughs> talk about the shit. And even right. then, for the most part, when they did those, maybe they'd have something to say about the youth, but for the most part, they talked about their peers. They yeah, talked about exactly. their stuff. They mm-hmm. talked about like, okay, I'm going to talk about my time in the business and I'm going to you know, bury this guy I worked with uh, mm-hmm. 10 years ago. I'm not going to necessarily talk about what's happening today. Yeah, no, they, st- would, they would say like a line or two or a couple minutes, but now mm-hmm. these, there's two and a half hour podcast burying the youth the entire generation of pro wrestling yeah. it's so different it's not the same like you are absolutely not conan uh, doing the same thing that was done for you booker t you're not doing the same no, thing that was booker, done for you it's, it's not, not the, the same, same not the same man uh, booker looked dope in his uh no, booker came back with oh but yeah. look great he had it he had his long ponytail jumping off that was mm-hmm. made of dreads i was like that's, yeah. that's kind of look, fire can, can, can i say something real quick about booker t uh i give booker t a hard time um because right, he, he because he says a lot of wild stuff yeah. um but i i always have to make sure i note how much as a performer, Booker T as a wrestler meant to me. Like Booker right. T was one of my favorites. I yeah. um 
Booker T now and Booker T in 98, 99, 2000, 2000. In 1998, Booker T had dread. He was the coolest fucking wrestler. But Booker he did T- the Harlem hangover, a front flip leg drop. This guy was fucking cool, man. Nah, I, when Booker won the world title in WWE, when he asked King Booker, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, there's, uh, if you watch, there's a Raw, July 7th, or 2007. Might be July 9th. I have to look at a calendar to be certain. But it's coming up on, like 15 years ago to this day but uh booker t is on his way to the ring and there are oh, it was july 9th okay july 9th 2007 um there's you can see four people holding signs and they say all hail king booker and booker looks over at these four guys and he's like uh he, he didn't even like point he just kind of nods at them that was me and my friends. <laughs> That's how much we loved Booker T. We were it. straight up about all things Booker. And when he was King Booker, I swear to you, all hail King Booker. We brought the signs. We were like all about Booker. I was bowing. I was, that man could do no wrong to me. Again, it's really just his takes. Mm-hmm. And I think his commentary was whack, but like for the I most like his part, <laughs> commentary. it was wackiest. Like, but for, I like he it. always came <laughs> off like somebody who like didn't watch the show, but was obviously there every week. So like yeah. he I, he had to where I like, like be like I've never seen this Ezekiel Jackson before, and it's like, <laughs> but you literally just saw him last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I liked him because it's he seen you know it seems Vince like Vince overproduces everybody. Like you can't produce Booker T. You're like Booker, please watch the show one time. He's like, no, I got you. and then he comes in the next week and he's like, oh my, who is this person? This is crazy. Like yo, they they've been on the show for 15 weeks. Great, bro. <laughs> No, Booker was always good for a good laugh, yeah. unintentional laugh. Like, yo, I always used to laugh at how he used to say uh, Ambrose's name because he would say D Ambrose, and it sounded like he was saying Ambrose. I'm like, yo. <laughs> See, man, he was, he was good nah, for I, No, Booker cracked me up on commentary, mm-hmm. but it was just funny that, like, watch the show. Like, you yeah, come off like it. somebody who doesn't watch it, but mm-hmm. you're here. Obviously, doing the commentary. Mm-hmm. Do you not pay attention to what you're talking about? Nope, just yeah, words. You, you know he was gonna say at least every time Brian was on in the match. My boy D. That's what my I boy call him D. Bra. <laughs> that's what I call him. He's D. Bra. He's in my fave five. No, yeah, book. I'm saying my fave five was hard. <laughs> No, Booker's the man, and I think that's why sometimes I'm so disappointed with his taste, because <laughs> I really so like Booker, so it's like, so no, don't do this, Booker. <laughs> yes, that's what it is for me. We it really is Booker. like... Please stop with these whack-ass takes. Like, I forgot, the, and I'm sorry I'm not giving the, the right um, citation here, but the... Uh, uh, so, it was... A WWE uh, writer at the time, he had just published the thing about um, he fought to get Booker T on this WWE magazine cover. Oh, that's cover. Brian Solomon. He's yes, my, one of my PWI writing co-workers. Thank you, Brian, Brian Solomon. Solomon. Yes, uh, thank you. I'm glad you got that. So mm-hmm. shout out to Brian Solomon. But he talked about get, wanting to get Book on that cover uh, and how hard he fought for that and that they straight up told him, uh, look, we're not putting a black man on the cover of WWE magazine, mm-hmm. um, which is... You know what really irks me about that, by the way? And this is one of those things that will get Philip Lindsay, like, this is going to get the rise out of him and and get him going. Because if anybody can relate to this, it's Philip Lindsay. 
around that same period that that Booker T cover was published, there was another cover that featured John Cena and Method Man. Uh, and, <laughs> and so the fact that there was a fight to get Booker T on a cover because right. you couldn't sell a black man on the cover, mm. but you wanted to sell hip hop. And in order to sell hip hop, you get the white man. You can't you have used, two black men on the cover. That's you crazy. had John Cena and Method Man on the cover. And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, we want to sell hip hop. We know we can sell that. But if we're going to do it, it's got to be with, uh, with a white man. Yeah, you got it. Come on, you got to get a, uh, you got to get can't see me guy. <laughs> yeah, but no, but yeah, but uh, and then you know the thing Brian followed up with was that the worst part is that they were right that right. Uh, he said that sales in the South pretty much tanked on that cover. Um, people didn't buy the Booker T cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but so I bet you, I bet you they all were out saying, "Man, them." I, I don't like rap, but I love that Eminem guy, and, mm. and John Cena's a great rapper. <laughs> Listen, if if you are, if you're one of those if you're one of those guys that I knew a lot of white friends in high school that were like, I don't like hip hop, but I like Eminem. Just know that I was secretly saying to myself, I hate you. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I heard that. I I, I remember it vividly. Where uh, there were people who, when I said that I live because I, I remember I, I think I, I've told this story on the show but I moved um, when I was 10 I moved to a fairly white neighborhood mm -hmm. um, and I had a miserable year that year but one of the biggest things was that when like other kids would ask me what I listened to and uh, I'd be like yeah I listen to hip-hop music and they they'd go oh you listen to that uh, they're like no nah, we listen to corn man like this is uh, that that was <laughs> at the time, right? Freak on a leash, baby. Bakersfield, California. Shout out to Corn. Freak on a leash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, to this day, I have literally never heard a Corn song. And I think a big piece of it is the fact that I felt a little resentment for it. You didn't uh, even check out the video with the, the bullet going through the walls and stuff. Bakersfield, California. That, that was cool. Corn, baby. Let's go. But either way, something takes a part of me. But I remember um, there was one uh, the following year. Uh, that was when Eminem came out and all these dudes who were like, uh, that's what you listen to. You listen to rap. We're all of a sudden like all about Eminem. And initially I was like, oh, maybe Eminem could open the door because like, uh, <laughs> 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 I was like, maybe he could open the door, right? Because Eminem, yeah. you know, it's not like Eminem is, is on an island here. Like Eminem, you know, he, we see him with uh with dre we see him with snoop we see him um you know he, he's surrounded by d12 like industry he, plant uh, he he at least um can probably open the door to other artists it is an industry plant let's talk about it but then it was like uh <laughs> <laughs> talk about it if you're uh, at the forefront of any industry, you're an industry plant. It, it could be. It doesn't like. It doesn't matter. You don't necessarily matter. even have to know you're the industry plant either. Yeah, you don't have um, to know. You, it's okay to be like, this is the person we want to succeed. I mean, I, I, I listen. I, I don't know if I would wholeheartedly say that Eminem is an industry plant, but 
it's kind of the same thing with the stuff that I said with Cena before. I kind of resented how much people loved him in the sense that there were other great rappers out, but there were certain people that were like, ah, I don't listen to rap at all. But Eminem, I like his music. Like hmm, wonder all why. WWE's big, like Roman Reigns is an industry plant. It doesn't have to be like, a bad way. It's like they're that's who they want to be their guy, so they're gonna push him more than anybody else. Industry. And, and and here's the thing: I'm not, uh, I'm not knocking Slim as a as a rapper though, because like. No. He's, yeah, because like he's good, but uh, it was just one of those things where it. See, nah, nah. Mm. <laughs> I just saw the comment. Nah, nah. Best of his generation. Nah, nah. No, that's Cut crazy. That's Cut Brian Danielson. No, 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 But uh, so anyway, I want to talk about things. All right, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, so there are new AEW World Tag Team Champions. Oh shit. Uh, and again, I talked about this a little bit earlier. I had no clue. Um, I was really proud of the fact that uh, we made that change to Suarez Music. And um, the I called him. Called him the Tuesday uh, just to, you know, confirm that, you know, he liked everything. And uh, I hear uh, Jesse in the background. And she's like, hey, Will. And I was like, hey, Jesse. And I was like, oh, that's hey, cool Jesse. that she... Hey, and, and, um, <laughs> and I'm like... Uh, that's cool that she came. Uh, and I'm referring to uh, his girlfriend, uh, Jesse Kamea, um, is who people knew her as in NXT. Um, heard her in the background. And I'm like, oh, that's cool that she's coming to Dynamite. Again, didn't even fucking register that she was there at the show, front row. Didn't even click that, of course, she'd be there for his moment. When, like, it's clicked with me every other time where... Uh, I'm like, oh, such and such a family is here. This person's yeah. winning, right? Like, oh, we got uh, the second. There's not so- one message in our group chat of you being like, they're going to win because of this. Like, nothing, nothing, not one. So, and that, yeah. because I didn't know. I, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I was still like, okay, maybe she's just coming to see his first Dynamite main event. That's cool. Mind blown. Mm. And the match itself, I thought just delivered from start to finish. I mm-hmm. thought that um, it had the right combinations of everything I want to see in a pro wrestling match. Swerve was... and Nick Jackson, could you guys have Sw- a one-on-one match, please? Thank you. Swerve and Nick that. Jackson, they mm-hmm. went spot-foo, mm-hmm. and all I could think about was Reggie. <laughs> I was eating it up. I was like, yes, this is that shit right here, baby. And I thought this was, um, you know, Melter uh, talked about the fact that uh, this match was designed, and I have heard the same thing that the match was designed to uh, to really put Keith Lee and Swerve on the map as elite talent in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and, That's how you do it, <laughs> and so to, to make sure that they're seen in that upper echelon of AEW talent. Uh, and I feel like Swerve went out there to kind of like remind people of who he is because I think there are a lot of people who. Um, who only knew his WWE work and are like, oh yeah, he's the rapper guy. When like, right. nah, he's gonna go in there with Nick Jackson and he's gonna remind you that uh, he's been with these guys for a long time. As I noted on Twitter, this is the fourth promotion that Swerve has wrestled the Young Bucks in. Um, this is not, this isn't a new thing for him. Like he, he's, uh, he's when been I say an, uh, elite spot foo match, this guy's <laughs> not, you know, he's not new to this. Yeah, no, he's he's not new to this. He's he's been in the ring with these guys before. Uh, but what was just 
I, I feel like the match had the the right sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I thought that Matt Jackson in there with Keith Lee each time was just uh, was was my type of wrestling humor. Mm-hmm. Um, him trying to Northern Light suplex. Uh, do the double on Keith Lee and mm-hmm. Powerhouse Hobbs, and they just looked at him like, what is this guy doing? Um, mm. I thought it was great. I thought that Hobbs got to have one of his best showings. His frog splash, my God. Let's go, that was crazy. baby. Yeah, that was he, crazy. Th- th- that's one that he's talked about, we've talked about before. He's like, <laughs> I'm saving that one. I know when it's going to be the right time to hit it, and this was the perfect time the perfect to time. hit it. Oh, my God. I, no, I, I was so happy for everybody here, though. They got the Ricky main event. I mean, come how much like how much more can we say about this guy? He's a huge star. Every showing he shows it. And in this match, you see why Ricky Starks gets the talk that he gets because he just hits everything and is at every spot that he needs to be at the perfect time. What a great, great guy. Yeah. No, I, I think hands down, um, this was the biggest moment of Swerve's career and biggest yeah. moment of uh Keith Lee's. Mm-hmm. Um and that was very hot match, very hot finish. Yeah, oh no, and I, I was just excited. And look, all right, I, when I tweeted out, I was like, "Look, my cousin just won uh, in the main event on national TV," and uh, I have people who are like, uh, "I don't know which one's your cousin, but they've both won on national TV before the main event." Like, look, man, that was in a second <laughs> studio in front of five people banging like, on plexiglass, sure? <laughs> banging on plexiglass. Like that is not the same as. <laughs> Yeah. As, and Keith Lee's wasn't live. That we knew that one was coming because that Report was taped, it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your, your boy tried to spill it. We haven't seen him on TV since. <laughs> <laughs> but the that was not the same. The, that was a big moment for the time. Mm-hmm. But to have this happen in front of a crowd on TV in the main event, you got confetti, all of that. It just felt special. It felt like a big deal. It felt and yeah, my household freaking lost it we mm-hmm. were billy was running around screaming like crazy he was like can we facetime swerve right now i'm like <laughs> look he's got like a he's million things, things going on yeah, yeah he's got some things to do and he's like i just want to see the belts um so yeah it was uh I, I don't know i was so excited i was so happy i i couldn't believe um what had taken place there and uh it was a moment. It was a, it was a damn moment. Very I, I, hot. I didn't expect, like I said, I didn't expect the ending, but this match was one of them. One of the matches, the main event of Hot Show. Hot I knew it was going to be the main event, but Every, I. This was this was beautiful, man. That I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was going to be the main event, but it was one of those like anything could have happened here. Like yeah. uh, Young Bucks retaining would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, what I ended up had it for a minute? What happened was honestly third on my list. Literally, mm-hmm. when they hit the uh, when they hit the, the their original tag finish, um, and the pin was broken up. My brain went to all right. Well, that's it. That that, mm-hmm. that was the that was the shot at them winning. Uh, but. Let's see how we get to the finish. And it wasn't until Keith wiped everyone out. I see Swerve on the top rope. And my mind immediately went, there's nobody else. Everybody's wiped out. <laughs> this is it. This yeah. is the finish right here. Whatever yeah. happens right here is the finish. And, you know, brain kind of slows down time. And I'm like, as Swerve is in the air, I'm like, does Ricky, like, dodge it, roll him up? Mm-hmm. Something else happened? Nope, he hit it. Yeah, and then it's like one, two, and I'm like, 
everybody's wiped out. There's nobody else in the <laughs> ring. I look over at the time on the clock. I'm like, it's top of the hour. There's no time for anything else. If anything else is about to happen, three. Oh my god, they just won. Uh, yeah. And then I hear whose house, Swerve's house. Yeah, man. Just, Greatest moment uh, for me of 2022. Just, uh, just a great night, man. Oh, mm-hmm. Such a really good match. I mean, I think if they won, and that would have been enough. But it was the fact that it was the match of the night and probably one of the best matches of the year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just everybody looked good. And I know that there was Buck Slander in here earlier. But, man, the thing that I always give Bucks credit for is they always make the other teams look good. Like, yep. No I've matter never, who they're facing. I've never yeah. seen them in a match where it doesn't feel like they are giving that other team possibly one of their best matches. And yeah, they'll give it up. They they gave it up on Wednesday night, and man, everybody looked good. Like I think that was the best part of it. Everybody got their shit in, and man, just Tony the- Khan is just booking for me specifically. <laughs> After that rampage last night, I'm like, okay, dude, you can't make it this obvious. Like it's too much, <laughs> too much of my influence on this show, dude. Relax. No, like honestly, I, and here's the reason I give the Bucks um, the credit I give them is because. For all the shit you hear from the the Jim Cornette, really, and uh, and fans who don't like the Bucks, all of that, whatever. They'll, they'll say Cirque du Soleil. They'll say uh, all of that stuff. Trust me. I'm not in a bubble. This is all stuff I hear and read. It's, right. it's corny. We um, can say it. It's corny. I mean, but, that's his name. It makes sense. But... Uh, when you hear from actual wrestlers who have shared the ring with the Young Bucks, the one thing that you'll always hear uh, pretty consistently is that they're some of the most giving wrestlers that you could ever share a ring with. That uh, when they talk to their opponents and talk about the matches, they want to make sure that their opponents get their shine, that they get to look good, that their opponents, uh, you know, they, they work with their opponents to make sure that they in the process of having the match with them got to look as good and that nobody has cared about making the match work more than the bucks do i hear that all the time and so in this particular instance this was another case where they went out there to work with everybody everybody in this match the bucks got uh got shine on the bucks everybody in this match did uh keith lee got to the pounce the shit out of him he got to catch nick jackson out of the air twice uh twice <laughs> we got to do that spot yeah um double flips know. uh and Man, and that's that spin kick he did was nuts mm. like what <laughs> yep. and, and that was with matt jackson right and then swerve mm-hmm. got to have his shine um with uh with nick jackson and uh they got to do their their spot food together uh but then we also got to see um uh we got to see numerous spots with uh, with Swerve and the Bucks. Um, he got to do the the kip up uh, under the kick, mm-hmm. uh, which looked good. But oh, then, that double one, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. We talked about the fact that he got to do the spinebuster uh, stuff on both of them. Um, Ricky, Ricky Starks, two rope walks. The the first one, I was like, yo, <laughs> huh? And then he did it, did it, did it a second time, and the second oh, time it looked yeah. even better. I was like, dude, this dude Ricky is ridiculous. That rope walk, yeah. diamond cutter, tough spot. Yeah, that was. That I was feel fun. like when you see the Bucks get in there with anybody, and this is the piece that I feel like um, 
they are truly not appreciated for is that they will make sure that anybody they're in the ring with gets to shine. Right. And uh, they're in a position. They're the EVPs, right? They're in a position to not do that, right? They're yeah. If they're in a better position than anybody to just not do that. And they do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. always have. Like, it's not like this is yeah. just new to AEW. No. No, always have. They... There's a reason why people want to get in the ring with them. And uh, that's because you know that if you get in there with the Bucks, they're going to shine, but so are you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, man. Let, let's get into it because I saw some people saying goofy stuff. And I'm not going to get into the takes themselves, but I'm just going to point out that uh, for anybody that was like, oh, well, you know, Swerve and Keith Lee haven't been booked well. Hey, they were in a great tag match at Double or Nothing. One of the best matches of that night. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like they kind of stole the show in that buy-in match. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, teased up to this match in that pay-per-view. We totally didn't catch it, by the way, that they were teasing to this match because we were all in tunnel vision for FDR versus Young, Young Bucks. But mm-hmm. they were teasing to this the whole time. Then we get to it. And have this great match out of it. And they still tease the split stuff, which I bid on right away. And I was like, oh, no, Swerve, mm-hmm. don't do it. And I bid on all the false finishes. So I just knew they weren't winning. And so at the <laughs> end, I was like, are you kidding me? They won. Uh, and they you won. know what, though? Um, so I also am going to say this. Uh, and again, this is coming from the idea that uh, if there's anything in pro wrestling I am the most critical of, it is anybody booking Swerve Strickland. <laughs> because uh, I owe, anytime he's in any situation, I'm like, watch with a close close eye. You know, mm-hmm. the moment he signed to NXT, I'm like, do right. You better be do, do right by my mans. Like, this is this is it. And uh, and anytime I'm like the his debut in 205 Live, I was like. Yes, look at this. Look at mm-hmm. this. This man just went Is that out there. The Gulag look. match? Yeah, the Drew Gulag match in Miami. Really American, American Airlines Arena had the, the had Miami chanting uh, Swerve, and they didn't even know who he was in his entrance, which is, again, the mark of a true great wrestler is when you can get a crowd into it and they don't even know who you are. Um, yeah. And uh, I watched that match, and I was like, yes, he's got it. This is his thing. And then... Uh, they kind of like screwed the build on 205 Live, and it's like, uh, and the big part of that was that they introduced him as, which I thought was a great story. I was like, okay, introduce him as Drew Gulak's protege because he trained with Drew Gulak. Right. Um, and so introduce him, at, and, and I was like, there's a story to tell here of him coming up short against Drew Gulak, but then every time he keeps coming, he keeps coming closer till he finally beats Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. And then, and I'm pretty sure that's where it was heading. I heard things. And then, uh, but then, of course, the writing team that uh, takes precedence was like, nah, we're actually going to pluck Drew Gulak away from 205 Live mm-hmm. and therefore derail this entire story, which just upset me, annoyed me. And it was one of those things where I'm just, I'm always watching that kind of stuff with a close eye. I said all this to say that uh, Swerve came in. Revolution 2022. They gave him a big introduction. Tony Schiavone introduces him, um, and I was there that night. It felt like a big deal, and I, I, I was like, okay, 
We're off to the right track. We introduced him as a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's been on TV every week since. Um, whether it's Rampage or Dynamite, he's been on week- TV every week since. Sometimes it's in a backstage segment, sometimes, but he has not missed any television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been paying attention to all of this. And the fact that um, with each passing time he's on TV, it became a bigger and bigger deal, whether it was uh, the first Dynamite match he got um, was the tag match with Starks and Hobbs. They lost, but uh, they got to shine really well. That was the one in New Orleans. And then um, they had the three-way with Jungle Boy, Starks, and uh, Swerve. Swerve got the victory on TV, and I still Mm -hmm. kept feeling like, okay, it seems like with each passing week, he's getting to shine more. In the two Battle Royals, he had the stories of both Battle Royals. Uh, And again, still feels like there's some shine happening here. They did the people against Swerve Strickland thing. Uh, They literally built, which was only designed, by the way, to get Orange Cassidy and Tony Nese in a match. But the fact that they used the people against Swerve Strickland (laughs) to do that (laughs) was like, okay, it still feels like he is valued in that company. And then for that victory to happen, I have felt like this run so far has been his, uh, if I say this, I know people are going to be like, but what about hit row? But look, I feel like so far there has been a lot of value in him in this run. And the fact that they got the tag titles now feels good. It feels really good. I'm really happy. I will say this about this run. I don't know if I would say it's his best run yet, but I do think that this feels the most like the swerve I was introduced to before WWE. He's getting his own chant over. He's not He's not just, oh, the rap guy or is that the... No, it's swerve. Like it's, This feels like what he was intended to be on TV. Mm-hmm. I want to say I'm surprised about this. I want to say that this is a thing, but now this is the homie legit saw the vision said the told the vision and did and did it so i'm this is what he said he was gonna do he came he said in, in his <laughs> debut promo he said uh he said i could talk about all the titles i'm going to win and mm-hmm. you saw him post the the image he's won titles every company he's been in and now mm-hmm. officially you could check this one off there's officially no companies he's been in that he didn't win a title uh, I guess except SmackDown. SmackDown's the only brand which he was on for like three episodes. Right. But uh, but he won titles in WWE. Mm-hmm. He can not say that you don't sign Swerve Strickland and not give him gold. And now he has right. gold again. I'm really happy. Couldn't be happier. Nah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know how I feel about Swerve. I think he's one of the best in the world, man. I think it's only a matter of time before he's winning singles gold. I, I need to see that big belt on him, man. I need it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it. it's I think it's going to happen. Uh, but right now, uh, I want to take some time and uh, and give a shout out to our sponsor. Um, and that is uh, over at Starcast five happening in Nashville. Starcast five is going to be the biggest Starcast yet. Um, July 29th, the 30th, the 31st. Nashville, Tennessee, at the Nashville Fairgrounds. Um, there's going to be panel shows, including uh, Renee Paquette's Sessions featuring Brian Danielson, uh, Soraya Turning the Page, uh, The Last Ride of the Four Horsemen, and Bret Hart 30 Years Later. Um, and StarCast will be capped off by Ric Flair's last match, taking place Sunday uh, Sunday night at Nashville Municipal Auditorium, featuring some of the best talent from MLW, AAA, Impact, New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW, and more. 
Um, announced matches include uh, there's Briscoes versus Von Eriks. There's uh, Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. There's going to be Rachel Ellering, Deanna Perrazzo, and Jordan Grace in a three-way knockouts match. Uh, Killer Cross and Harry Smith. Uh, Ren Narita versus uh, Clark Connors. Uh, Ray Phoenix, Bandito, Torres, and Laredo Kid in a four-way match. And the show is headlined by the final match in the historic career of Nature Boy Ric Flair. Um, if you're in Nashville, head to StarCast.com for more information on StarCast tickets, meet and greets, and uh, last match tickets. For those of you who won't be in Nashville, head to RickFlair'sLastMatch.com uh, to pre-order the event and watch the incredible docuseries Ric Flair, The Last Match, with new episodes every Monday at 6.05 p.m. Again, StarCast happening uh, in just a couple of weeks here uh, or not here, but in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> if you're going to be there, check it out. Isn't it all connected to uh, the SummerSlam? Yeah, it's all SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, uh, so everything happening there. So check it you, out. Again, uh, anytime WWE has a big show, there's always some other big event going on that you should also check out. Brett the Hitman Hart, uh, 30 years later, that's always going to be some heat. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool things happening. There's a lot of dope matches happening on that Ric Flair show. So y'all should definitely check it out on fight tv yes uh and let's read some super chats uh we got rh says i bet hard on hobbs and starks winning during ricky's pin i would love for them to win but now all i want is house of black versus swerve in our glory uh that's what i want to see i tweeted yesterday that i want to see uh lucha bros because look i've seen swerve uh tie it up with pinta uh and i am just straight up like you know what i want to see lucha underground yeah yeah yeah, uh, I very much love seeing High Flyers mix it up with uh, Keith Lee. I think um, him catching folks out of the air mm-hmm. is always one of the best. But yeah, him him and uh, Brody King have history, so that's definitely could be in the works there. They definitely would do some mm-hmm. great shit together. That'd yeah, there's a lot I want to see. Uh, there's there's a lot you could do with this rain. Uh, I say do it and do it quickly. Jake mm-hmm. Salazar says, uh, nah, Age of Ultron was trash because Joss Whedon uh, just saying a bona fide hack and a trash director who has ruined almost every superhero movie he has done. Uh, disagree because the, the, fir- the first um, uh, Avengers and also um, look, I get it. He, I, I think he is a trash person. I also recognize that I'm a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer person, and so um, yeah, I, I it's I one of those ones I can't agree. I, look, I, I, like you said, he's 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 trash, but he's also created several things I like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, Astonishing X Men is a great run um, that he wrote. I'm sorry, I enjoyed it, um, and no, the the. Age of Ultron is not a bad movie. I don't agree with that. Um, there, yeah. are, there are parts of it that don't work, but there are parts of it that are really good. The, the part where, uh, where uh, Quicksilver dies. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen it. How have you not seen it? Uh, wow. Came out eight years ago. There ain't no spoilers. Oh, eight so, years so later. What, so when Quicksilver <laughs> dies, I was about to and, watch that tonight. That's crazy. So when Quicksilver dies and like the all the entire scene slows down and Wanda destroys all the bots and then like annihilates Ultron, just rips his heart out of his chest. I, I pop for it every time. It looks amazing. Come on, man. It's, it's a good movie. I just don't agree. Uh, JDE says, what's good, fellas? I usually hit up Will and Phil on Twitter. Enjoy the convos, but I need to hit up uh, Righteous. Much love, fam. That's me. What's up? Yeah. Hit up Reg. Reg is always fun. 
I'm always around. Uh, back to uh, 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 Maj Hates All says, Booker on commentary in TNA was night and day compared to WWE when he was Black Snow and did commentary <laughs> while beating everyone up. Yes. I, I 100% agree. Uh, Brent Lockman says, Trying to stay positive, but I'm more uh, than a little sick of people that have turned bad faith into a business model. Yes. Yeah, agree. It's, yeah, it's, it's nasty out there. It's nasty out here for real. Jake. Mm-hmm. Says Eminem is corny AF. <laughs> like, come on, let's be real now. Again, I, I, I people like that. I, I've enjoyed Eminem music, but I mm-hmm. do very much detest the side of the world that's like he's the best rapper, and they don't listen to any other rap. Like, if if that's just your opinion based off that's other it. rap you listen to, but mm-hmm. if you're just I only listen to Eminem, so he's the best. I nah, that's that's mm-hmm. not. It's not how this works. Yeah. Not how I am La Lucha yeah. says as great as M is, he stole his whole style from Master Ace when. Uh, they did that Soul Calibur song together. Uh, Master Ace never gets his proper flowers. Yeah, shout out to Master Ace. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Van Twinblade says, speaking of hip-hop, thoughts on ASAP Rock, uh, not ASAP Rocky, um, <laughs> the guy that did No Jumper Cables in Daylight. Yeah, no, I used to listen to ASAP Rock back in the day. The legend. And, yeah, he's a legend. Um, yeah, dope proper. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely more to add to that. Mm-hmm. I, I def- I definitely knew who you were talking about difference-wise. but I Yeah, you don't have it. to say not ASAP but, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're of the culture here. You're not talking, yes. to, <laughs> you're not talking to you know, some dudes that, that are not, not up on the music. Speaking of up for the culture, the I finally listened to that Lupe, and yes, bravo, Lupe Fiasco. What I, a project. Dude is going I, I, crazy on there. I, I feel like it's album of the year so far. Maybe yeah. that's me being biased, but I, I for me, it's my favorite album of the year so mm-hmm. far. I still it's, like the Benny album. I think the Benny album is my favorite album. The Benny album is very good. Um, there's a yeah. there's been some good shit this year, honestly. Yeah, I uh, mean, of course, the Kendrick album is up. Yeah, too. yeah. Talking about the match itself, uh, I love me some Silva says uh, shed a few tears after that finish. Great match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this was this was one of the first times in a while where the finish of a wrestling show. I was so hyped that I couldn't sleep. Like, I was just up <laughs> because I'm like, nah, I'm just excited. And, it's um, wired. It, it doesn't yeah. happen that often, but I was definitely super excited after the show because I didn't see this coming at all. Nah, whole, my whole family was buzzing. My, uh, you know, my mom watches the show and she's always like, she gets mad when Swerve gets pinned, especially. And so <laughs> she was like, she thought that's what was, was going to happen here when it didn't. Because uh, she bit on the finish of, she told me she thought it was over when he got hit with the BTE trigger. And she was like, why you got to do him like that? That's, that's my mom. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when he won, again, it just everybody in my, if you looked at Facebook, my Facebook, all of my family members were just like, yes. <laughs> Everybody's just talking about it. Uh, it's a great time. Uh, Shanika says, uh, I was lucky enough to be in the building and may have shed a couple of tears while jumping well, up and down. Won't ever forget that match or that moment. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love it. That's what you love to hear. Yeah. Ronan Mike Clip says, Speaking of Swerve and Lee, I know Tony gets a lot of flack for not utilizing talent that comes over correctly, but how much of that is Tony rebuilding these talents back up from the damage WWE has done to their image? Well, that's the thing is that, like, I feel like Swerve to me is so much of a departure from um, his last heel run at the end of mm-hmm. his WWE run. Um, and he's grown so much from his babyface run in WWE that I feel like he comes off like a new performer. Not even a new performer, because I feel like we're seeing a lot of the shades of what he was doing on the indies. Uh, but I don't feel like it's the same guy. Like, even if 
I don't know. It doesn't feel like it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's possibly just me. A couple more notes, and then we have somebody we got to get to. Uh, mm-hmm. Jake says, uh, the same people who think he's the best rapper ever probably also still believe that Jesus was white. <laughs> Jake's going in today. Jake. <laughs> getting the takes uh, off, buddy. Ralph Ralph Marion says, uh, what's good, fam? Uh, just stopping by before I go to work. Much love to y'all. What's y'all's thoughts of the Terminus card for next week? Wow. Look at, what look the, at this the, guy just bringing it segues? together. Wow. Segway. Because uh, we actually have a guest um, who's got uh, a little bit to, to talk about and promote. But Yo, we are the joined. homie did not listen when the homie said, you don't want no problems. He didn't listen to that. He didn't. He, <laughs> like he never heard that song. I don't know why he didn't listen to that song. He told us in a song, "You don't want no problems, problems." Oh, <laughs> he said it. <laughs> but we are actually joined by the one and only Baron Black. Baron Black, friend of the show. Guess who's here? It's yeah. Baron Hold up. Black. I'll get your graphic up in just a second. But uh, <laughs> we can phone? hear you. Yes. <laughs> Via phone. Via phone. <laughs> You're on your way. Baron Black, are you here? Can you hear us? Nope. Not, I can. We can see you. Can't can hear you. We can't hear you. Yeah, hold up, hold up. Here we go. All right, go ahead. Oh, y'all can't see me? Yeah, now, hold on. We can see you in just a sec. The The graphic is doing the thing, and the I graphic am. graphic is doing the thing. Graphic <laughs> is doing the thing. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, we will do that for a sec. Baron Black. Doing the thing. What's up, Baron Black? Look who's here. It's funny, we were just talking about great AEW talents, all these people doing these fantastic things. Speaking of AEW and speaking of the opposite of fantastic, somebody in this chat right here is 0 and 50 when it comes to AEW records and rankings. So, Let's just start out there. How does it feel to be the opposite Mayweather right now? <laughs> opposite Mayweather of the world. Let me get it straight. We're going to start with that. That's what we're going to start with. How else do you want to start? I was just curious about that's it. What, that's what we're going to start with. I ain't been on this show in like months, and you're going to start with that. Look, I'm curious. The fans are curious, Baron. Everybody watches AEW Dark. AEW Dynamite. We see you on there putting in great efforts. It's all it's never you're just never like going down getting squashed. You are out there putting in valiant efforts every single time. But we just work we just wonder how does it feel to be opposite Mayweather O and 50 out here in these streets. Why do you have to call it opposite Mayweather? <laughs> That's just how I don't I, I'm just look, I'm just talking. I'm talking for the people here, not for me. I'm talking this is what the people are saying there, and that's all I'm saying. Why you why you gotta be so disrespectful? Why you can't be respectful like Will, <laughs> like Phil? You just gotta be disrespectful every time you see me. I'm just saying that's all I'm saying. No, you welcome to the like, show. <laughs> you know what it sound like? It sounds like you want to come out of retirement. That's what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like to me. Hey, that's the next match, Battle Slam, right? Battle Slam. <laughs> you, you, you really, you really want to catch these hands and these submission holes? Like, hey, let 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 let's talk. Like. Let's talk about it though. Uh, Baron Black versus Lil Scrappy. Yes, Baron, you want how problems. Did, how did, you you did not listen to the song that Lil Scrappy came up with. You don't want no problems. You want these problems. How did you get into it with Lil Scrappy? Well, first of all, let's let's put it like this. Um, 
Emperor don't back down from no man. I don't care what walk of life you come from. I think that's, that's really been, been put out there very obviously. Mm -hmm. But um, let's just say I had a little mishaps at the last Battle Slam show, and he decided that he was going to start his performance early while I was still sitting in the damn ring. <laughs> so that, that was quite disrespectful to me. So I had to go ahead and snatch the mic out of his hand, and I, I broke his chain in the process. That's why everybody really reacted mm -hmm. the way they did. Whoa. And that's good for him. He could go buy another one. He got wow. the money. But as I proceeded to, you know, let out my grievance and differences and try to say what's on my mind, he decided he was going to grab me <laughs> and give me a urinagi. So I, I don't, I don't, I didn't want he any hit you with the rock bottom. He, he hit you with the rock bottom in the middle of the ring, bro. That's some disrespect on your own yeah. show. You got the scrap well, bottom. Like I said. <laughs> There's consequences and repercussions for everybody that has actions, especially pertaining to me on my show in my city. Right. And on July 28th, you will see those consequences and repercussions. Yeah. That's right. It's That's like, right. You see Atlanta, that beautiful Georgia. Right you take a, a, Scrappy represents Atlanta like no other. So, I mean, this is his territory, honestly. Like, is, is it his territory? Whose territory is It's crazy out here. Is it his territory, though? Mm. I don't know, man. It's Marin's hometown, too, man. Man, <laughs> Is it his territory? I understand he's on the little goddamn show uh, with Love and Hip Hop or whatever it's called, but is it his territory? This ain't 2004 no more. This is 2022. When they talk about Atlanta, I am brought up now because I run this city now. It's my damn city now. That's what okay. you need to realize. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did see, by the way, that uh, a certain other guy couldn't believe that you were rapping. Well, not rapping, but wrestling uh, Lil Scrappy, and that is one Bow Wow. And I saw that you were tweeting back and forth with him. Do you think that's going to go anywhere, or are you just trying to get in where you fit in? Hey, let's, I, I let's get Bow Wow in there, too. Yeah, we need to get Bow Wow here, too. I, I don't know where little Bark Bark coming from. I guess he's trying to, get, he's trying to, trying to slide in there, too, and get an ass whooping. I don't know. But um, he's welcome to. Mm -hmm. He wants to step up to the most hated. He wants to step up into the submission advocate. He can. I'll stretch his ass too. It doesn't matter. You can bring all the damn rappers at this damn point because obviously <laughs> celebrities want to do what the hell they want to do. Everybody wants to come into wrestling and do what they please. So just bring them on. Just line them all the hell up. I'll knock them all down. That's how I feel about it right now. Yeah, Bow Wow is like trying to claim Atlanta too. I don't know how you feel about that. He is a Ohioan that has been trying to claim Atlanta for a long time. Mm -hmm. Feels a little disrespectful to me, man. Just saying. Look, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna say this when when it pertains to, to Battle Slam and Scrap. Um, a lot of people don't know he he, he is a passionate wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's how he ended up on Battle Slam in the first place because he was a passionate wrestling fan and he wanted to do something in professional wrestling and of course everybody was a fan of his music including me but now that that's all out the window he don't lay <laughs> hands upon the emperor now that's all out the damn window <laughs> so i have to put hands upon d mm -hmm. that's what i'm going to do word wow Love that's it. that's a uh, very interesting very big battle turn over here for battle slam this time what other kind of dope stuff do you guys got happening on this show july 28th Atlanta, Georgia, Oasis Event Center. What other kind of hot stuff could the fans expect? Well, we also have the rest of the card, which you most likely saw. Mm -hmm. um, we're having qualifying matches for 
Battle Slam World Championship Tournament, which will take oh, place yes. uh, next month now. Um, mm-hmm. The date will be announced soon, but it will take place next month. So we're having qualifying matches for people to get into the tournament. Um, so far, three individuals have qualified for this tournament. JDX, Richard King, and, you know, y'all favorite, Lee Moriarty, um, who's undefeated Ooh. at Battle Slam. So um, we're going to fill out the rest of that bracket. And uh, we're going we're gonna to crown our first champion. I just hate that I am preoccupied <laughs> with somebody thinking they could do whatever they want to do on my damn show. But yeah. I'm going to make an example out of him. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to make an example out of him. And um, he's going to learn. Right. He's going to learn who run this city. He's going to learn who the, uh, who, the, who the real emperor is. Right. Sure. Are you guys going to have uh, performances this time? Yeah, we always going to have performances. Yeah, that's Battle Slam, um, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, performers are going to be um, announced very soon. Okay. Um, probably some people that you three do know. Um, oh, dope. You know what I mean? And uh, we're gonna have a couple of surprises, but there will be performances. There will always be performances at Battle Slam. That's the whole essence of the whole show of bringing the two worlds together, having two worlds collide for a showcase show, showcase event. So performances will always be a. And will this be uh, released the same way you guys record it and then release it on Fight TV at a later date? It will be on Fight TV. Um, You have to wait later for announcement on when you will be able to watch it. Okay. It may be live. It may be somewhere else. You you never know. But it's a very exciting time. Yeah. For sure. For Battleship. Speaking of worlds colliding, um, I thought it was dope to see you guys on actual hip hop um, outlets this time around because of Scrappy Match, um, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the that's got to be the move, right? To get on other outlets outside of the wrestling circle." I didn't hear what you said. What you said? Oh no, I was saying um, I was saying it was dope to see you guys on hip hop um, outlets and not just wrestling outlets this time around. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really good to see that. Um, a lot of hip hop outlets have um, picked up this match. Um, as you just said, Bow Wow picked up the match and started talking about it. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. be some very important people in attendance to watch this match that I really <laughs> can't believe is going to be here simply because he's wrestling. But um, expect more coverage, yeah. more and more national media coverage over Battle. That's what's up. Because, uh, anybody who's ever. Anybody who's anybody in Atlanta is going to be at this show. Mm-hmm. I can just put it to you like that in attendance. So everybody in the wrestling world, everybody that's watching this wonderful podcast that comes on every week, everybody that's on the IWC on the Internet, everybody that's in the hip hop world are going, is going to watch me make scrap tap the hell out. And it's going to be beautiful. I'm, I'm going to enjoy every second of it. every second. of. It. Now, one week before we get there, though. You have another match coming up, yeah. Oasis Event Center. Terminus mm-hmm. for the second time. Yeah, you they, are going they were just one asking on about one. Terminus. Yep, you're going one on one with Jay Lethal. Fight TV. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do differently against Jay Lethal here? <sighs> Usually, uh, an, an average man would would fear moments like this. <laughs> to have two matches of this caliber back to back 
mm-hmm. in back-to-back weeks. It, it will make any man fear for their future. But I needed this rematch. Mm-hmm. I needed it. Um, and especially I have a special message for Jay Lethal that, that will be released later today. So you all will be able to see that in a mere uh, few hours. But I needed this rematch because I felt like I had Jay Lethal beat at Terminus 2. And I feel like the way this year has gone has been all due to that match. It's been all due to that match. I, I, I've been in this rut, uh, as Reg will likely say, the 0-50. <laughs> I felt like February was for me to get to that point because I did not finish the job I came to do, which was beat the man, and the man is Jay Lethal. And I had him beat. I had him beat, and the clock saved and we all know how it ended in overtime. So I have to get this rematch to try to reverse the um, the synergy that the universe has put in my way. I have to reverse everything that has happened to me. And it starts with Jay Lethal because Jay Lethal is that damn good. And I feel like he is the bar for professional wrestling. And I have to defeat him. So I have to do this match. It's my destiny. I feel like this is my destiny for me to beat this man because everything else will fall into place for me. Mm. That's a great mm, way bars. to sum it up. <laughs> yes, man. Two weeks in a row, two big matches. Baron Black is out here to show y'all that the Emperor is here to stay and on his way to some championships. Catch him in Terminus. Next week, catch him after next week after that, catch him at Battle Slam. You're gonna see a bunch of amazing stuff. Baron Black, we appreciate you coming on and talking your talk. We appreciate you having this great match a little scrappy. It's gonna make a lot more headlines, man. I appreciate you. And uh one last thing. I know y'all watching Terminus Live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only seen two head nods. <laughs> you only seen two head nods in this whole thing. I'm going to watch. Uh, we're all going to be watching Terminus L-I-B-E. Yes. yes. We're going to be there. It's going to hey, be there. Two, two of us right. pulled up, man. Like, you know, how we, you know, we give it up for you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make sure. Yes. I'm just trying to make sure. And, it, and, and remember, y'all not going to want to miss these two shows. Uh, everybody that's watching in the chat, you would not want to miss these two shows. I promise you the whole lineup of Terminus is stacked. Are we finally back? Uh, the Battle Slam show is stacked. It's going to be historic night. It's going to be historic. Uh, it's going to be historic last end of the month for the city of Atlanta and uh, Georgia as a whole because it kind of seems like just every event is happening in Georgia, right. all, all the way up until the last weekend before SummerSlam. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that's historic. I make sure y'all tune in for that. And uh, so that's right, y'all got Dynamite in Atlanta this week. Uh, yeah, Duluth, Dynamite. but. Uh, it was there. It was in Georgia last week, where your cousin won the AW Tag Team Championships. Congratulations, Sam! Um, and uh, yeah, you're not gonna want to miss this. Trust me. The the, the 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 clips that's going to be made of me stretching this man back to love <laughs> is going to be beautiful. So y'all, just make sure you don't miss it. And Absolutely. Trust me, trust me when I tell you I've been preparing for Jay Lethal. And I'm going to give him a whole nother form of Baron Black that he ain't never seen before. See, I, I got I got the scout on him now. I got him figured out, I believe. So now, y'all about to see it. Don't. Trust me, you don't want to miss these two shows. All right. Thank you, Baron Black. Thank you for joining us here on Grab City. Always a good right, time. <laughs> Appreciate you.
Appreciate you, Baron. No problem. Bro. Oh, it was a great time with uh, with Baron Black, and oh, it was a great time with Rich as <laughs> I don't a know guest. What that was? <laughs> <laughs> Just tried to knock down your whole Yo, set, buddy. my setup. Yeah. He got the red setup knocked down. Jeez Louise. Sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so uh, what other notes do we got? Oh, and by the way, um, other things happening on Terminus. Uh, in case you aren't quite sold by what you just heard, come on, guys. Yeah, Yo. that's going to be fire. Yeah, this is going to be crazy. Definitely Look, looking forward to that match. Kanosuke Takeshita is just this. When he tweeted that he was going on uh, <laughs> this, uh, when he was going on this this American expedition, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knew that it was going to be what it's been. I didn't think it was going to be every week, back to back, every weekend. He has at least one dope match. This is crazy, and he's the match he just had with Moxley. Like, bro. This is crazy. And he's going to follow it up with Jonathan Gresham. This is insane. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you're <laughs> totally, di- totally distracted yeah. by a comment that says Shockmaster just busted. See, if you're only listening to the audio of this, yeah. you have no idea. But. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Shockmaster, that's hilarious. They say corrupt wrench has entered the Ooh, building. Yeah, I don't know what happened here. Life is crazy. What shit are you going to be playing on? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, and so, either way, great stuff happening this week. So yeah. I want to talk about uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. So, of course, uh, Philip Lindsay mentioned before that she's going to be at the C2E2 convention. Uh, happens in Chicago every year. Um, and there's a lot of talent actually announced for C2E2. Uh, CM hey. Punk was just announced. Got mm-hmm. Punk. We got Danhausen. Yeah. Uh, I believe Lita, Trish Stratus, uh, and Mick, I mm-hmm. think. Wow. But when the- is this? Uh, August fifth, August fifth. Okay. Yeah, August fifth through the sixth. So we get yeah. to see what CM Punk is looking like up close and personal I, in I, Chicago. I, I, I got, yeah. I got excited. I saw uh, he's on his uh, Instagram. It looks like he's uh, working out again. I was like, might have our guy I, ready look, for all out. He's on the all out poster. Like the he's last been on all the graphics. Yeah, when they showed the uh, the promo for all out, there was CM Punk at the very end, and cause I wasn't sure because I'm like. Okay, if they promote CM Punk here, then that tells me that there's at least an expectation that he'd be back. And then when they show him at the very end, hold the title, and I went, that's it. It's coming home, buddy. The the title's coming home. (laughs) There's our main event for All Out, CM Punk versus Jon Moxley, AEW World Championship, Undisputed. Come on, man. It's coming home. I've been waiting to say this for two months. Should have been coming home in June. But that's all right. It's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if Reg froze or if he just like looking at us like I think he froze. Yeah, I'm like, it was the whole time. 
This is the funniest episode of all time. <laughs> oh shit. Um Yeah, nah, the uh the <laughs> Oh hell. Um so I, I don't even know what else we got here. <laughs> we were talking about Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. <laughs> so, Fightful Select reported. Actually, so it, it, was, it was reported uh, multiple places, but Fightful Select really did some digging and got some great information on all of this. Oh, and here comes the righteous one, Mr. Red, back in the building. There we go. We are back. Yes. Boy, that, that, that freeze that it stayed on was hilarious. Yes. It's a chaotic Saturday over here, you guys. I don't know what's going on here. It's all good. <laughs> Jesus criminy. <laughs> so. I'm back. It, fro- it froze on the perfect shot, though. Uh, it was hilarious. Yeah, they just called it the meme phases. So good. Um. Yo, no, I'm so, back, you guys. Jeez, Louise, what are we talking about? All right, so Sasha Banks, uh, FightfulSelect.com. Um, great stuff coming to Fightful Select uh, real soon. I'm not talking about any reports. I'm specifically talking about content coming from us. We'll be announcing that soon. Oh, that's going to um, be fun. That's going to be real fun. Uh, but Fightful Select, as far as reports are concerned, did some digging um, as far as, because everybody wants to know, what is the deal with Sasha Banks? Is she released? Is she not? Uh, Raj Giri reported that uh, she's been released since June 10th. Um, and so shout out Sean Ross Sapp for asking the real questions, which is if she's able to be booked for something like this, how was that done? And he asked around and he got some really good answers. And a couple of the answers he got in this case revolved around the fact that uh, in one particular case, it was said that she will not be taking wrestling bookings till 2023. That Mm. goes hand in hand with something I had heard a couple weeks ago about her having um, in getting her release, having a an extensive non-compete clause because she's still under contract for a while. Uh, So that would make sense. But. It was also said that a lot of the conversations that were had stated that we would not have gotten as far in discussions as we had gotten if she was in, if she wasn't under contract with WWE. Because usually mm. it's pretty much a nope kind of conversation. Like right. you approach somebody who's WWE, it, all you get response back from is no, this person's under contract with WWE, cannot engage in these discussions. The mm. fact that they got that far said that. Uh, something is is happening um well a nice piece of trivia that kind of makes this hand in hand is uh one of the first guys from wwe that wanted to start doing conventions was one uh chick magnet punk and Mm. he didn't start really doing them until he left the company if you remember right Um, he started doing WizardCon, and you know now he's doing t2e2 as well that is very interesting yeah, uh, it, but of course, the biggest thing that came out of this, and I got this <laughs> the day before. Speaking of biggest. <laughs> yeah, biggest thing to come out of this, and I knew it was going to lead to what it did, uh, and um, it's not out there who said it, right? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't Sean think published so. that. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. Uh, so uh, that one I won't put out there. But mm-hmm. uh, I will say that the uh, a promoter did confirm that uh, in booking Sasha, uh, her asking price was thirty thousand dollars. Thirty k, a big bag. Thirty thousand dollars. Big bag, baby. Big bag. Now this has led to a discussion all over Twitter over whether or not Sasha Banks is worth thirty thousand dollars. To which I say, anybody asking this can't afford Sasha Banks. So shut the fuck up. But more than that, um, like you're not paying it. Like I saw some dude jump in my comments and he's like, she's worth five thousand dollars. I'm like, you ain't got five thousand dollars to pay neither. So like nobody's worried about you. You're not the one paying it. But if Mm -hmm. a promoter decides, and this was the part that people were missing, this promoter that had confirmed to Sean that it was going to that her asking price is thirty thousand dollars. Is going to book her, <laughs> like yeah. they they didn't say that. Um, saying like, oh, she's worth thirty thousand dollars. Hell no, not paying no, they're that. Just like, hey, this is how much it costs, and I'm, I'm going to pay it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, this is definitely the, the Conway record. She already got it, buddy. She already. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> she's like, am I not worth it? Doesn't matter. I'm getting Man, that thirty k. No, no, definitely, definitely the juice line. You know, why do you get the gun? Because I already got it, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this isn't a big surprise. Sasha Banks is worth thirty k. They don't really know how these other deals work. It's because like all the other legends and other wrestlers stuff isn't public, so they think like, oh, this is, seems insane, but this is like pretty not that insane for um, a giant superstar that leaves the company to go on to other things. You know, yeah, massive like, superstar. So. um I've booked talent before for events, and uh, I've had <laughs> so, guy. as in not like I'm spending out of my own pocket, but I have dealt with the the booking side of it. So like I've seen mm-hmm. what certain talent charges, um, certain like recently released uh, talent has has charged, um, and so I will say that uh, Sasha Banks, let's do some math here, is at least six times. More expensive than uh, the most expensive talent <laughs> I've ever booked, Six uh, times and they were and they were expensive. and they were released WWE talent, but also mm-hmm. Sasha Banks was six times a star, if yeah, not exactly. ten times, if not ten times a star, if not that ten person. times, right? Um, and so I don't think pe- people underestimate. Because people, are, I've seen a lot of people being like, "Has this the what blood ever surrounding Sasha Banks died down?" No, it's just because she's not visible. As soon as she's visible, it's lit out here for anybody who is attached to her. As we can see right here, they announced her, this signing, and people have been talking about it. All that's all they could talk about now is: Is she worth it? Is she this? Where's she gonna show up with that? Who's gonna be able to afford her? So, like, come on, dude! Like, she's talking to town. I was at WrestleCon in twenty nineteen. You know who had the longest line at WrestleCon? Mm-hmm. And probably came super expensive, but at the same time, was clearly worth it. Eva Marie. Yeah. Eva exactly. Marie had the longest line mm-hmm. at WrestleCon. And she has saw, a big price tag because I she's going to carry that stuff. Right. Well, I saw a lot of my favorites right at WrestleCon. But at the end of the day, I looked over. I saw Eva Marie had a line around the block. Sasha Banks is gonna like triple that, right. and like thinking about, I don't understand how anybody can see the Sasha crew on social media, mm-hmm. see that how 
you have to center yourself when talking about Sasha Banks just to make sure that your mentions aren't flooded. How can you see that and not think that people aren't <laughs> buying plane tickets right now to Chicago to see her at C2E2? Nah, She's going to have the biggest line. She is a star. But let's talk about the fact that the I truly believe that the only reason people are even having this conversation about Sasha Banks is because she's a black woman. Like, period. Yeah, I don't definitely. think you would, you don't know CM Punk's asking price, mm-hmm. but you know it's high. Yeah, yeah. You would never question that. I, I, you would, I bet it. I bet it's more than thirty k. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You'd never sit here and question that. You wouldn't even have this conversation. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Um, it is. It is weird that every time, you know. A black woman either is getting their money or they're in negotiations for something. It's always a way to try and make them look difficult. And I feel like this is an offshoot of them still trying to run with this. Oh, well, she's so unprofessional. She's so big headed. And like, yo, the thing that's unsaid is here is everything that is reported of what her problems were when she left turned out to be true. Right. I don't see no tag titles on TV. Mm -mm. Um, So also Fightful Select report this week that. Uh, everything I said about the Hornswoggle stuff um, is kind of happening, right? That, like, mm-hmm. they said we have a ty- tournament at a future date, and not only is there no tournament on the horizon, there's no female tag teams right. to even, like, hint at doing a tournament. There might be even less than when they left. They're not, they're not, booking, <laughs> they're not booking anybody as tag teams. They're not putting any emphasis on those belts. Nothing, bro. So... It seems like she was right. So anybody mm-hmm. that's still trying to run with, oh, she's unprofessional and trying to, again, you know, say that she doesn't have value outside that company. No, you, your your narrative is failing, bro. She's getting booked. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, they were arguing at the barbershop. Oh, and there was really just one person arguing in favor of, like, nah, Sasha Banks ain't got it like that. Because there was a $30,000 argument that mm-hmm. we were having at the barbershop. Um, it's 30 k Why y'all acting like she asking for, for six figures? What's going right, on, man? Yeah, it's 30 k <laughs> y'all, y'all sound real ashy, man. What's going on? Yeah, this was, like, seriously, um, I, I do recommend... If you ever want to have good barbershop wrestling discussion, my barbershop is a good one to do it. Um, yeah, I'll make sure but... to fly all the way to Aurora to do that. <laughs> right. I'm about to get my hair cut. I'm going to pull up the Will's Barber. But yeah, I, I will say that wrestling like, talk. Turn people on. were arguing over the $30,000 and, and whether or not she's worth it. And um, But, like, look, Sasha Banks... Even if you just take her as a professional wrestler, because the thing is, when you look at how she's advertised for C2E2, she's um, advertised as Mercedes Renato. They put in parentheses, I mean, they put in quotes, Sasha Banks. You know what that means when you put something in quotes? That's like when uh, uh, you have like... What's a good example? That, when you that ha- shit is, when you that both shit is capers, bro. They, no. they they treat Sasha Banks like it's capers on the side of the meal. Bro. Right? No, <laughs> it's, not, it's like when you book Jason David Frank for something, and then you put Tommy in quotes. Yeah. Like it's like that's a thing he did, but that's mm-hmm. not who this is. And right. the fact that it says Mercedes Vernado, and then it has her listed with her Mandalorian credits. Uh, it has Mandalorian and Sasha Banks. Mm. And, uh, Capers, bro. That shit is next to the entree. <laughs> and so just the fact that that's just another thing she did. It's listed as roles Mercedes Vernado has played. Mm-hmm. So when I see that, 
I I think about the fact that like look this was this was a big booking. She's working C two E two, and she's there alongside Trish Stratus and Lita and Mick Foley and CM Punk. These are stars, and she's gonna keep getting these kinds of bookings. Mm-hmm. Again, we just talked about uh, just the beginning for this. Yeah, this is just the beginning. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Sasha Banks is totally worth it, and uh, I think that what she ends up doing in. Uh, 2023 is all going to be really interesting. I think she is going to be, uh, and yeah, that, so um, they're talking about in the chat stuff. PW Insider reported, yeah, that's that's tied to the thirty thousand stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, will yeah. we will absolutely see how that goes. Uh, Naomi's another one who's been in the headlines recently. Mm-hmm. Um, she Ooh, had a boy. tweet that she had to delete three times. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I liked it every time I saw it. Come uh, on. Yes. Every yeah. time it popped up, You're I, I really liked it. retweets right now. <laughs> I really liked it, so, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I thought it was funny, though. Like, people who are giving her shit. Like, she's laughing. Like, right. it's not like. No, she, she's clearly having fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see what she does, too. She's just, she seems to be getting slowly out there, slowly getting her name back in these headlines, so. Yeah. Sean's of the belief that she's going to go back. I don't know. Um, it all depends. They uh, on the, the sky is kind of the limit for her too. That she yeah. is going to get booked wherever she wants to get booked, and mm-hmm. she is going to get there. So, I'd be surprised if she went back, but then I also wouldn't be surprised if she went back. I mean, I mean at the end of the day, um, like the couples do want to work together. There's one yeah, thing on that regard, right? Exactly. But then on the other side of that. Uh, we've seen the couples get screwed, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Zelina Vega said that she went back because she wanted to work with mm-hmm. Malachi, and she felt like, you know what? Let's have let's keep it all in one place. So she resigned with WWE, and then they released Malachi like right mm-hmm. after. <laughs> and so like Close he was like right Thanks. behind him, mm-hmm. yeah. Close that gate right so, on up behind him. She that, was staring through the bars, yeah. yeah. Which which was a very <laughs> whack thing. <laughs> to do, through by the bars. Way. But then you've got, uh, uh, of course, you've got other couples. You've got. Uh, Charlotte and Andrade on mm-hmm. two sides of it. Um, you've got uh, <laughs> Buddy Matthews and um, Rhea Ripley on two different sides. Which, by the way, speaking of Rhea Ripley, um, I feel like she's got competition now from the other side uh, because. Oh, what you talking about competition? I'm like, yo, what you know what? that I don't know. Hey now, what? no, what I was talking about is just the fact that. Uh, Guys have been going crazy over her pins for a long time, but all of a oh, sudden now okay. Wardlow is out here uh, getting yeah. ladies going crazy yeah, over yeah. his Ward pin Lowe's on Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So uh, I feel like, I don't know, in some way, shape, or form, we got to see those two go one-on-one and then uh, <laughs> see <laughs> see them both attempt to pin each other. I think they'd like people would like that a lot. I think people would love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, One might even say that that, and here's how we'll transition, is not quite TV PG content. Uh, that that is, uh, hello, that hello. would be more for a TV 14 type of show. Right. And Andrew Zarian reported uh, that WWE uh, is looking to go back to a TV 14 type product that uh, his original report and this was via memo that had gone around usa network that it's going to start this monday uh but then a lot had changed and basically it's like it's still on the table but 
Um, and I imagine my my theory on this is that uh, it was likely a plan in place, but WWE has so many irons in the fire that right. it's never just like a, you know, you make a decision and everybody, and it's just, you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have this iron in the fire of, you know, USA Network is like, hey, let's do it. Let's have uh, WWE Raw go TV 14, right? And it's like everybody's on board. And then you get a phone call from, like, Mattel, mm-hmm. who uh, – and Mattel is like, wait, you're doing what? No, y'all not. Y'all not <laughs> like, <laughs> we got like, some toys coming out tomorrow, like, bro. What you mean? Hold up. We didn't discuss this. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's pump the brakes on that. Uh, and – so there's a lot of moving pieces that mm-hmm. could change it. Um, now it was a draft of an of an uh, internal memo, and it's apparently still in the works. Yeah, just what was a little this? premature. Yeah, it was just a little premature, but it's mm-hmm. it's in the works that they want a TV 14 program. Uh, what does that mean for the program? A lot of people think that it could mean the return of the Attitude Era. No. no. Definitely no. not. Um, because the creative changes aren't necessarily changing. Uh, but what does it mean for, say, the presentation of the wrestling? Man, the, the funniest tweet I showed you guys, the funniest tweet I saw when my God. <laughs> when dude put the uh put one the beginning of one blood. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. All <laughs> of the, my God, all of the Cody tweets. And I'm the glad Cody, Cody I'm glad Cody played into it. He but did. everybody was straight up like, Look, man, Cody is Cody's Cody. the reason. People were saying Cody is the reason that they changed it. I'm I, like, that's hilarious. I I could see it being possibly that, but I also could see um toxic attraction coming to the main roster and part of their appeal uh being but they're already on a pg show like you don't have to change for that right but you know they're already horny once they get on the main (laughs) roster your boy vince is gonna turn it up a few more levels yeesh like i really think that uh i think it does mean the return of blood likely Um, yeah which i think is funny Mm -hmm. because uh, it's Bloody almost guts. a complete repeat of the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Where in the 90s, I talked about this on Day After Dynamite, so if you've heard me say this already, I'm sorry, I'm repeating it. But the in the 90s, Vince McMahon publicly chastised WCW for the use of blood. He, he called it self-mutilation. He talked all the shit, and he was like, it's a gross practice. Uh, and you know, that's what you're going to get over there. But over here at our program, you're not going to get that. And we knew what that was. What he was doing there was, uh, sabotaging his competition with advertisers Mm -hmm. to say like, uh, you know, you could advertise on their product, um, where you're going to get some self mutilation or on our product, you're going to get a more family friendly product. Uh, and the reason that's even worth bringing up is because he ended up eventually doing it too. Right. Uh, that he talked all the shit and then he ended up doing it. Bret Hart hey. forced it a few times. Bret Hart yeah. was like, Ooh, I don't know how I got cut out there. Boss yeah. is crazy. <laughs> so like, you know what? Let's, crazy think, out here. let's think twice about this little blood thing. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much reminiscent of yeah. that. Of like, because hey, for so long, we're just like, we would never, we don't do that. That's not, yeah. not how we get. They talked about here. it. They, uh, right after, um, 
the first Double or Nothing. Mm. Vince McMahon was like, I don't know uh, how much TNT is going to put up <coughs> with all that blood and gut stuff. And then they ended up trademarking blood and guts and mm-hmm. making it a match. Which was hilarious, by the way. Yeah. That was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then l- even earlier this year, uh, when they had the New Year's match between Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Ty and Anna Jay, and WWE put out a statement about um, the the blood and that and, and having women bleed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> so it's funny to me. That in the same way that in the 90s they talked their shit and then ended up doing it, if I see one drop of blood come from WWE in the TV 14 era... Oh, you know it's coming. <laughs> they will have repeated exactly. Cody, uh, Cody bladed right now. He's ready. He's ready before he <laughs> bladed right now. He's bleeding right now. <laughs> thinking about it. Look, yeah, man. No, he co- ain't look, Cody had two instances. Like you saw his face at WrestleMania, and you saw his chest uh, at Hell in a Cell. That mm-hmm. man bled internally already a couple exactly. of times. He's like, and- <laughs> no, I need to do this the other, the other kind of way. All right, so take yeah. us back to how we were. He. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, now, of course, they, they're talking about SmackDown's going to stay PG. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course, SmackDown will stay PG. Fox. SmackDown was PG in the uh, in the 90s. SmackDown mm-hmm. was PG in 2000. Network um, television, it's always going to be like yeah, that. Network television is, is a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know what's interesting, though? WWE had pay-per-views that are currently rated TVMA. Like, they've had pay-per-views yeah. that went, like, Way up, like the, that image that people were sharing from John Cena with like the the blood all over his face holding mm-hmm. the two titles from Judgment Day 05. Judgment Day 05 is in the TVMA show. Mm-hmm. That was like fucking gruesome. It's um, bloody, but, yeah, yeah. Man. That show is is officially rated TVMA. Speak, if you check Peacock. Speak, speaking of John Cena, I always forget this until this clip pops up on Twitter because it pops up like almost every few months of him saying that we got him, guys. We got Osama oh, yeah, yeah. Bin <laughs> And I still think that is like one of the weirdest wrestling things ever. It's just, and it's just, it's just par for the course of, of, of Cena becoming patriotic Cena and, and, and shifting out of his rap persona. And again, mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like I'm an anti-Cena guy, but that was always like, I, I knew, buddy, I knew. You know what was weird, though? The WWE's edit of that always weirded me out because you've only ever seen WWE's official publishing of it. But uh, <laughs> the but if you've ever seen the fan camera video, there's one thing, because they're always like, look, it's the 10-year anniversary of Cena at announcing the death of Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. which he did. But in the clip, in the, the actual one, if you've seen the fan footage, Cena says, the president has just announced that Osama bin Laden has... Uh, been compromised to an ultimate end or permanent end or whatever it was, right? Like the, his weird wording of saying Osama bin Laden is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but WWE only ever aired it just saying Osama bin Laden has been perm- uh, has been um, compromised to a permanent end. And I always thought it was weird that Cena in his official announcement gave the president credit for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... The WWE's like no, WWE our was like, president did that. John Cena, <laughs> he's the one. No, he's the one that WWE it. cut out the line the president has just announced, which is like the important part there because yeah. they're making it seem like Cena is making like the Cena announcement. Yeah, like <laughs> Cena made the announcement, but like Cena said, John Cena, tell him to announce this to the WWE crowd. He needs to say this. Yeah, <laughs> <the one. laughs> 
<laughs> but like, it's always weirded me out that the official clip says uh, the one WWE has ever put out has never said the president has announced that uh, all that. And I always thought that was a little bit weird mm-hmm. that like y'all just couldn't even hand that one to Obama. Could you? You couldn't even right. give them uh-uh. that one. Yeah. You, you, you see how quickly that happened, right? Though that he. <laughs> How quickly he went from rapidly rap guy to voice of white America. You see how that happened, right? What um, I don't that think that was I, I don't think that was intentional. Might, I, I told you guys before, be man. I told you guys wider than before. Yeah. Yeah. Cena. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing I've been watching in my time is uh Power Rangers Zio. Uh because I will tell you, I am a Gold Ranger fan, and it weirds me out that the gold Jason is the Gold Ranger was only like ten episodes, and I've seen those ten episodes like a hundred times. <laughs> like I will watch those straight up same ten ass episodes Yo. just because I'm like, look, Gold Ranger saga didn't last very long, but those episodes near and dear to me. Jason was getting his hand motions off every time he got that that morph going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, with him it was. It was never just the, it's more, like, all the other Rangers were just like, it's more for time. But now he was like, it's more for time. He had to get all the man. No, B had it all. He was like, and he always ended an X, right? He was like, it's more for time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sam Punk, man. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh... Andrew the Giant says, get those super chats in so we can book Sasha Banks. I know if we get 30,000, we can have her here on the show. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of super chats, Mike. <laughs> yeah, there's those super chats. And then we will have Sasha Banks sitting there right next to Righteous Easy Rage. as that. It'll be me, it'll be Sasha, and we'll be down 30K. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Uh, Brent says Metallica is a million a show. Apparently, all those numbers mean is they know their worth as Sasha yeah. does, and it's great to see. Yeah, if you know, like the thing is, the reason that they're confident in booking Sasha Banks at thirty thousand is because they know they'll make it back. Right, exactly. That's it. That's how these yeah. numbers. People are going to works. like. I already see people booking flights and shit to C two E two to go see Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I already told y'all, man. City of the year, man. That's where I'm from. <laughs> I'm from the city in the Midwest, best city in the mm-hmm. whole wide, wide world. Yeah, Shy Town. Yeah, I don't get to say that. I'm from Los Angeles. That's it's L.A. That's cool. I like L.A. So it's one of the greatest cities on earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, put cilantro on your food. Live LA and die in L.A. You said put cilantro on your food. But no, yeah. I've been in Denver way too long. I, it's, I've been in Denver way too long to say that I'm actually from L.A., but I was born right. there. Mm-hmm. I can say that. Birth certificate says Los Angeles County on it. I was born at Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital, baby. Um, but uh, Cali boys. Allison Tuckwab says uh, WWE thinks uh, they own the wrestler, uh, thinks they what, own the wrestler, uh, just wants to stay signed a contract. And I think that's messed up. Uh, I left when Jeff Jarrett just walked out. And that's basically, uh, wait, and that's what the women basically did. Mm-hmm. Nah, Jarrett is bike, baby. I don't know what you're talking about. He is going to be in Nashville for SummerSlam. <laughs> 
That uh, that's the most that makes the most sense for a special guest. The most sense I've ever been I've seen in a special guest referee is Jeff mm-hmm. Jarrett as the Usos and the Street Profits guest referee. It makes so much sense, right? Nah, Everybody it, just it, like that. It, makes if you thought it was sense. Sami Zayn, nah. If you nah. thought it was probably gonna be I, I, Solo, Solo I, Sokoa, nah. Nope. We got Jeff I'm, Jarrett. I'm Double confused Jay. by this a lot because uh. So the story is that they had an incompetent referee who missed that Montez Ford's shoulder was yeah. up at um, at Money in the Bank. Was he fired, the referee? No. No. <laughs> but the part I'm confused by is where is Jeff Jarrett, the guy who's going to get that right? Like, where? He, what's the no. story? Who, why are they like... <laughs> If you look up yes. his history on Peacock, you'll be like, no, this guy definitely shouldn't be the referee. A, a wrestler known for his integrity, Jeff Jarrett, is yeah. going to be the guy that comes in and gets this count right. That is hilarious. Like, I don't understand the context of, like, getting Jeff Jarrett as the guy to do this right. Exactly. Like, uh, Adam Pierce comes out and he's like, uh, and I, I watched SmackDown, like, right before uh, this show. So I'm actually. Dang. Sorry to SmackDown. Look, man, that's that's the only way I can watch SmackDown. Isn't there more is, than twelve minutes of wrestling on? I have I have not watched SmackDown. I don't think so. Um, but I have not watched SmackDown live in a long time, and a big reason why, like I, I'll, I'll I'll skim it because that's the only way I can watch it. That show wastes so much of my time. It is that uh, you know, <laughs> there's so much like, hey, here's an entrance. Then we go to commercial break. But then when we come back from commercial break, here's a video package and then uh, a backstage segment. And then, oh, that person that entered like 10 minutes ago is still standing in the ring, just like staring at the Tron. Mm-hmm. And then their opponent's entrance finally happens. And then we're getting oh, the match. And <laughs> I, I can't do it, man. I, and so I I'm like, okay, it. I will skim through the show to like see what I want to see. Um I like I saw the the new day dressed up as the Street Profits, and I thought, you know, I would love to see these guys. Weren't they dressed up as Vikings? Or not, but Vikings. Yeah, why well, I say Street yeah. Profits? Uh, dressed <laughs> dressed up as the, I guess they're just fresh on the mind, the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, that's great. I would love to see these guys wrestle. That'd be mm-hmm. so much better. Be even better because I, I feel like because you know, hey, FightfulSelect.com had reported earlier in the day that Street Vikings that they were going to be. Uh, that the New Day was going to be dressed up as the Viking Raiders. I feel like that's all they had planned because that segment right. had like no punchline mm-hmm. and I was kind of waiting for it. And I'm like, okay, where's like... They're like, okay, what should we do with it? I don't know. Just send them out there. Yeah, yeah just send them out there and, you know, they'll, they'll mention Assassin's Creed Valhalla and like mm-hmm. that's... We but like I, I felt like this like didn't go anywhere <laughs> except for, I guess, Jinder Mahal and, uh, and Shanky. Shanky are baby faces now. Oh my god, that's yeah. a fucking I, nightmare. Hey, you, you guys remember when uh Xavier Woods was king of the king of the ring? And- no, oh they god. don't. They that forgot all about years ago. No, and I was actually uh I have a tweet in my drafts. I have a lot of stuff in my drafts. It's literally just a picture of Woods as King of the Ring and it's just uh, wrestling images that were forgotten. Like that's <laughs> in my drafts right now. Um, and yeah. Will, Will was definitely cutting up this week. I seen one of your drafts. Yeah. So I was like, nah, don't tweet that, bro. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> what are you doing? Will was in him. He was cutting up. I'm like, no, we're like, yeah, no, maybe say that one. You are cooking over here. You'll bro. never see that. Nobody <laughs> yeah. will ever see that. Yeah. One. Definitely keep that one in the draft. <laughs> Will was getting his shit off. He ain't care. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he's tired. I get it. But um, so talk. <laughs> so talking about uh, Xavier Woods as King of the Ring, like I guess the reason that I'm so irked by that is that like King Corbin won in 2019, and we had to see King Corbin for two years. Was it wasn't. Yeah. Man, they, he like, was like the general manager or something. At like this he point, right? milked, like he was out there. He milked that shit forever. King Pretty Woods much until he gave it to Xavier. That was like yeah. he wasn't all the way up to then. Well, yeah, like he left the Shinsuke. Yeah, 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 the Shinsuke. Yeah. Right, but like Xavier Woods spent all this time campaigning for King of the Ring. Yes. He manifested that. He got it. They made it happen. And then he turned around, got a theme song made for King Woods. Mm. Uh, shout out Mega Ran. Like he. Got it done, and he kept it for like two months. Bad, so bad. Did there was nothing wrong, man. Yeah. That's all right though. He's he's excited, and he's like he's gotten even to higher heights since then. Like he got the G four shit. Like he's doing. Mm-hmm. You would oh, think he's, they would want to promote this shit. I don't like. Care. I feel like his. I mean, he is all. And look, I'm a big G four guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bigger tech TV guy. Yeah. QG four for destroying tech TV, mm-hmm. but uh. Uh, so I, I've always been like super proud of seeing Woods get to do it. Uh, Austin he's having Creed. a lot of fun. So he's having that's, a lot of fun. That, that video of him, um, of him laughing into the camera and saying he's going to Comic Con, hysterical. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm, I haven't seen it. It's hilarious. His mm-hmm. phone is like on the ground and he's like walking up to it, laughing. Hilarious. I mean, and I'm glad he gets to host Arena. Like that's that yeah. was that's one of those G4 concepts that I thought um, was kind of like the epitome of what G4 was supposed to be. And the fact that like they relaunched G four and didn't have arena, I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there it is. Here yeah. it is. It's here, man. I, I I feel like I say something he tweets almost every week that I laugh at because I feel like Woods is one of the best wrestlers to follow on Twitter. He's just all of his content is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, you just know he's gonna be fine no matter what. Like yeah, if he stops wrestling tomorrow, he's gonna be fine. Like he's, he's the case of like they. They are mi- missing it on him. They'll be like, "Oh shit, we fucked up. Like we should have been utilizing him more." But he's gonna be great after yeah. that, no matter I, what. Yeah, one of one of my guilty pleasures is I phenomenal and, ambassador. Yeah, one of my guilty pleasures is I sit and watch him and and a lot of wrestlers play Tekken on Up Up Down mm-hmm. yeah, a lot. Like I like uh, more than I'm willing to admit. I sit. And watch <laughs> <him>. <laughs> so like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Jake Salazar says Sasha stands as bad as LeBron stands. For reals, big facts. Uh, I think Crew got them beat, bro. Crew <laughs> <laughs> will make you straighten up, bro. Big yeah, bro. they they swarm. I will say they're not as bad as like Beyonce stands because if you yeah. piss off the Beehive, big that's or, bar- or the Barb's. Yeah, the barbs go crazy. The barbs, barbs will pull up. Barbs the barbs will pull up on you, like for reals. Like they barbs don't will pull up. Uh, yeah, the the Meg stands are getting there. They're not as bad. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, the barb stands are interesting because, like, nope, I can't even say it. I feel you like can't. they'll find this clip. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> they, will, no. they will find you. They have they every find... anything on alert. They're like, we need yeah. to go over here and handle. Now nah, you say anything about Nicki Minaj, they mm-hmm. will. Rip you apart. They're gonna find you. Mm-hmm. They'll find you, buddy. They'll find They'll you. They'll find the clip. Uh, let's see. PDW ninety five says I prefer Raw returning to two hours than TV fourteen. For money. sure, I, we like need two hours that. back for real. Yeah. Um, I mean, two hours exists for the same reason that Rampage exists, and I think people 
need to kind of recognize that that uh, three hours exists is what I mean uh, for the same reason, which is that it's extra content because they get paid. The more content you run, that's more ads you can run. That's more. Mm-hmm. There's so much more you can do with uh, the more content you're producing, and to to be able to do more content while not having to bring out more production trucks while not having to do to book another building. It's just more content in the same place. That's it's a win win for the network. That's, yeah, yeah, it's it's a win for the network because the network uh, and it's a win for WWE and for AEW because mm-hmm. for as far as Rampage is concerned, like you know, there's there's always uh, people talking about any doom and gloom over Rampage ratings, things like that. But like that's a show that. Um, doesn't cost them a whole lot more to produce because it's not live. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it's done in the exact same arena, which was the goal, right? It's to maximize the the TV deal because the TV mm-hmm. deal included a third hour of television when they originally signed the deal back at the beginning of 2020. Um, and that's what TNT wanted. They wanted that extra hour uh, mm-hmm. to we're spending money on this. We want as much content as possible. And that's what that's for um and same with raw with raw it's like look raw would be six hours if they could just mm-hmm. because Seriously. the more con- the more content they have out the more ad- time there is for advertising on that show like you can't do that but they yeah. would love to they they're not gonna go backwards that's to. for sure do you want four right. hours or you do want to go back to two hours four hours definitely yeah <laughs> you know what i mean no they would do as much as they could <laughs> uh they need as much they want as much content out of those tapings as possible mm-hmm. yeah so that's what that's all about. Uh, I mean, they do do four hours. They take main event on those Raws, too. That's mm-hmm. more time added. Yeah, so. Shout out Tom Talks Rubbish. Yes, thanks for a great podcast, as always, fellas. And thanks to Phil and Will for some great interviews. Big love to you all. Of course. Appreciate thanks, Tom. Um, let's see. And Allison says, uh, sorry for messing up my message and you guys couldn't understand. Uh, but the woman walked off because of creativity and jeff hardy walked out too mm-hmm. uh, okay ah, i get what you're saying yeah. okay uh c romero says sup fellas got my three show combo for all out week uh for a two peat three peat next year in chicago of all places living in nebraska chicago Two-peat, became sec- <laughs> chicago became a second home with all the aew shows we win and fill we are absolutely winning, buddy. Mm. Sorry, all you guys, man. Y'all thought y'all was going to be in Toronto? Mm. <laughs> Hate to hear it. <laughs> Brent, Brent Lockman says, I miss War Machine. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, the, the way that they, like, the fact that they came in and were like, we're going to call you the Viking Experience. And mm-hmm. then we're like, okay. Uh, and people hated that, so then they changed Terrible it to name. the Viking Raiders. Yeah. Like you had to make sure that you got the name Viking in there because mm-hmm. as Vikings. far as people are concerned, you are going to be King Vikings. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell by looking at these guys, they're Vikings. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you can you can tell by the guard. I don't know if you knew yes. Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, but I definitely missed the war chant. Like going yeah. to take over Chicago and the war chant in there was so loud. Mm-hmm. Man. And I mean I know they do the the this thing now. It just don't hit the same as the It don't hit the same. Come on, man. Yeah. That shit was fire. Uh, Christian Ramos says, "Fantasy book Sasha and AEW for me, fellas. Go off." Uh, fantasy book Sasha Banks and AEW for you. Hmm. Oh, there's A fantasy. You say. <laughs> hmm. I think. 
I, I think in a perfect world, um, she would she would be ready by all out. But of course, that's not going to happen. Sounds mm-hmm. like she's not going to be ready until next year, mm-hmm. um, which puts us uh, possibly at Revolution or whatever their show at the top of the year is. Um, I did think it was funny that one of the first things that were available, because I was like January 4th, and I was like, why does January 4th sound familiar? And I was like, mm. oh, Wrestle Kingdom. I was like, yeah. yo, if if Sasha showed up at, at Wrestle Kingdom, that would be amazing. That'd be pretty major. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that that seemed pretty far-fetched, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know how a, I don't know how a fantasy booker. I, I, I don't think it's hard to book Sasha, though. I think no. that I think that they have tricked us into believing that Oh well, she you know she's not a great baby face, or she works best as heel. It's not that hard to book Sasha, man. Just mm-hmm. book her in good matches, man. Uh, I feel like you could easily fast track her to the title. I'm not a big fan of people coming straight in and winning the title, but Sasha is one of those people where if she's coming in, like she should be champion as soon as possible. She's a champ. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to, I, I feel like that too. Like I, I would want like a kind of CM Punk slow build, how he built it. But also it's like Sasha might need that belt, especially how she's kind of been held down over there. Like people think that that's belt. like a detriment for like, oh, she hasn't been. I saw the stat that she hasn't been in a singles match since Bianca at WrestleMania. And like all really? these things like, no, that's why she, yeah. On pay-per-view, she hasn't been in a singles match since WrestleMania with, Bianca. She hadn't had a pay-per-view uh, singles match. Yeah, that's, that's true. just like what kind of a ha- you had Sasha this whole time and you, I don't, you know. So, but yeah, she's ready and she'll be even more ready by that time. So, yeah, I'm super I mean, excited to see. I, I mean, and way- it's not even saying that she's gonna be in AEW. She might legit be like, I'm out of here, you guys, peace out. So we don't. Really yeah, know. I mean, I think she's. I, 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 the only reason I don't see that is because, um, I just feel like. She's not somebody who stumbled into pro wrestling, right? Like, it, yeah, like no, it was she just wanted a, to be a pro wrestler. Like her dream was being a pro wrestler, right? And uh, I don't know. I just I see her keeping that up as long as she can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but no, I I just feel like the road is there. I mean, the the fact that Joshi wrestling is on the way to having a boom in the U.S. Um, and the fact that. AW is making all these inroads to work with Joshi Promotions now. I feel like, uh, yeah, the pathway is there for yeah. her to to do all the things that she wants to do and finish up her career on a high note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I am just in the process of getting all of the remaining Humper chats in, and we are gonna read those off because we got some good ones, uh, and we can we can peace out. But uh, Joseph Snurk says, happy Saturday, dudes. Uh, as I catch up on the opening night of the G1 Climax, who are your picks to win it? I'm going with Naito. Um, Naito is a good shout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I kind of I would like to see Naito win, but Naito has also had several title shots this year. Right. Um, I feel like you could book somebody else. Um I'm not mad at Naito, though. I'm never mad at Naito. I like to see Osprey win it, I think, just because I know the matches and build up to it's going to be hot. Yeah. Pretty much, you know? But it's up in the air. It's New Japan. Anybody, they could kind of sell any of their top guys as the winner, as they always do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. I feel like. So I'm thinking about Forbidden Door and who mm. could probably stand 
to after like having a showing at Forbidden Door. Like I feel like like a Zack Saber Jr. right could like benefit from um you know kind of mm-hmm. bouncing back from that loss to Claudio. Right. I don't know. Um yeah, no, I look I'm I'm never mad at Naito, but yeah, you've got you've got the biggest G one field ever. You've got mm. a lot of good names in there. I feel like you could easily go with some someone else. Um honestly, I wouldn't be mad at Kenta Kenta's, Kenta's right. promo during the G1 conference. I've mm-hmm. watched that thing like 20 times. It is mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> He's like, my, my name is Kenta. My favorite food. Uh, <laughs> Kenta's a fool, yeah. man. Hilarious, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Casanova T says, uh, I like JR saying what everyone in the audience was thinking last night in the main event. Enough with the damn taking the Lucha Bros masks. Uh <laughs> And then the yeah, rest of the and then the rest of the crew being like, should we back him on that? Yeah, that shit got old. Uh, yeah, shit got old quick. Good match. Yeah, it, yeah. It I feel match. like it's a it's a go to. It, it's too much of a go to uh, mm-hmm. thing with the Lucha Bros. Um, and I feel yeah. like we can kind of cool it on that for now. Right. Yeah, they've done that finish way too much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, based Maritimer. Maritimer says, uh, <laughs> um, hey, Grab City guys, uh, watching while icing my neck and relaxing. Hey, what uh, you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to see RTJ and Rage Against the Machine here in Ottawa last night, and I am hurting from that pit. There's the oh, explanation. Dope. Yeah, uh, I was going to be wilding in the That show was supposed to come to Oakland, but they rescheduled to next year. So. I'm looking forward to that. Run the jewels in Rage Against the Machine. Rage mm-hmm. Against the Machine is back, pissing all the people off. The stories that Rage Against the Machine has in the, <laughs> the news are so funny of people not knowing. Like, have you ever listened to the band? Every time they tweet and they're like, Rage Against the Machine sure has changed. I'm like, you never were fully listening to their music, were you? You mm-hmm. dumb idiots. Uh, it says, who's excited for uh, Eddie and Jericho to bleed like a motherfucker on Wednesday? Barbed wire. Wow. I'm ready for Eddie to get this win and move on from this feud. I think it is interesting as hell, though. Again, going back to what I was saying before about the networks and things going in the opposite direction people thought when it was like, look, Discovery is buying Warner, or not buying, but merging with Warner. And there was some people saying, well, will AEW have to clean up and like, uh, you know, because you got Discovery on board now. Will they have to go PG? And it's like, no, to promote Shark Week, which is like Discovery's <laughs> big thing. They're doing a barbed We're wire have everywhere match. to promote Shark Week. <laughs> to promote Shark Cage. To promote the biggest thing that Discovery has. Right. Shark Week. We are promoting. Uh, this how we'll help. We'll have a bloody match for you guys. We're going to have the. Uh, going as bloody as can be. Mm-hmm. I, I just it. think that's very funny that mm-hmm. that is the direction that ended up going. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to add this humper chat here because uh, this one's got a bit of a complaint and I'm ready to hear it. Oh, no. Oh, no, not complaining. Uh, no, no, I mean, um, this is... <laughs> uh, I feel like this is a valid criticism. Mm-hmm. Um and so let's take a look at this one. It's from Meet Normus. It says, uh, what's good, fellas? I thought they did the women dirty on Rampage. Renegade Twins uh, went from getting squashed on Dark to getting squashed on TV. Not the progress uh, I'm looking for. Jade needs to be in Marvel movies. 
Um, she's a star because she shines like one. I will agree that them putting the women in the same spot every single dynamite and like not the greatest spot is getting kind of old. And what's interesting to me is that it wasn't always this way. And I'm curious what caused that shift in decision because um i randomly found myself and you're gonna hear me say this a lot while i'm at home by myself (laughs) randomly found myself watching um an old episode of dynamite and i just threw it on because i found it and uh because i wanted to see the four-way it was the four-way between kenny and hangman best friends santana and ortiz and the young bucks Mm. great four-way tag match Mm -hmm. The second match on that show was the women's match. Mm-hmm. And I remember that multiple times because also... I do the, remember that. Yeah, yeah. the four-way at mm-hmm. uh, the, the famous four-way where Riho retained over Nyla Rosa, Karashita, and Britt Baker was also the second match on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can think of multiple instances where it was in the first hour where, mm-hmm. uh, where the women's wrestling took place. And... I don't know. Somewhere in the last like year and a half or so, mm-hmm. it was just like, nope. Right at that nine thirty. Yeah, I'm like uh, it's six thirty over here. I know it's the women's match coming <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it was like right at that mark. But that was not always the case, and I'm curious what what the wisdom in that was. Well, two things. Um, I think people often discount the fact that Rio was a draw as champion, and mm-hmm. Rio continues to be a draw every time they use her. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? That now that you say that, Riho versus Serena Deeb, the match that got all the praise last year, that was early in the show too last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Riho's a draw. Um, but the other part is, uh, I agree. That's interesting. I, I wasn't even thinking of that, but you're right. Yeah, I, I agree. Putting Renegade Twins on TV and then immediately just making it a squash anyway, like they've done mm-hmm. on Dark, was just kind of a waste because I think Renegade Twins are great. They They're are. a great tag team. And if you're going to do like tag team wrestling with the women actually do it right um, so i was a little disappointed that it was so short um but i also understand that they're trying to fit so many things on rampage and trying to fit the angle in um it just feels like they're doing a lot um, no I, I to me i very much am starting to feel like uh like i like everything that's been happening with jade and mm-hmm. um uh Jade and, and Athena and Chris Statlander, but like it's time to pull the trigger. Like, yeah, uh, it's time to do it, execute do it. whatever. It, I, for. Execute where this is going because it started at double or nothing and that was the end of May. It's the mm. middle of July now. Do something. And they just keep doing the same couple to, of things. You think they're trying to hold that match until Battle of the Belts? Is that why they're waiting so long? Um, so is it going to be a three way? Like, I feel like. Like I said, we got to do something though. We got to get the, get some yeah. hands on each other. Uh, mm. It's been too long now. And Battle of the Belts is happening August sixth, so like yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty still two weeks away. Two weeks away. <laughs> yeah, still um, three weeks. We, we don't I'm have time for this anymore. I'm curious, what did you guys think of the Brit segment? Because there was a lot of talk about the Brit segment <laughs> online. Some people either thought it was fine, and some people absolutely hated it. I um, loved it. it. It was very divisive. <laughs> I noticed. So, what did you guys think? A sandbag. That's hilarious. No, I think. They know that just like everything AEW does, they they reward people for being WWE does the opposite. If you're a person online and you like that shit, they make you feel like you're a dumb person. AEW is like, we know that you guys know about this, so we're going to show it to you. 
I like it in that regards. I don't know how I feel about stuff like that. Uh, I mean, because it perpetuates a thing and it it helps fans to add on, which is the part that I don't like. Because, like, what is sandbagging in the context of pro wrestling? Right. In the context of the show, like, what is sandbagging? Everybody should be able to just lift up anyone. Like, in the uh, context uh, of pro wrestling, everyone should sandbag. That should be right. let anyone fucking lift you. You know you're not going to speak like me, dude. I'm staying down here. Yeah. Uh, so what is it in <laughs> wrestling context, right? So, like, I don't like that because yeah, what does that even mean to pro wrestlers? It just, it's kayfabe, you guys. Don't, yeah. Just leave it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I could see it both ways. I did think it was very clever the way that she did it. I thought mm-hmm. that I thought her doing her like mic drop moment at the end and saying, "Here, you carry carry her for a few months." I mm-hmm. thought that was a I thought that was a good zinger to end on, but um, <laughs> zinger. <laughs> but Brit, I've noticed that Brit does this thing often where yes. it's like she will kind of dominate the segment and yes. then kind of end it in a way that the baby face can't come back and yes. so it's like she'll come out looking great but then her opponent doesn't get to get it's any just like any retort oh just that's that's how charlotte work that's how a whole charlotte's thing is that every time you watch a promo you're like well charlotte got over but what about everybody else and yeah, that. and so I, 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 I thought it was clever. In a Although, sense, did you guys see that interview with Charlotte? She talked about, uh, um, they asked her the yeah. biggest misconceptions about her. Mm, I didn't see it. I, I, I saw the clip. Um, yeah. Charlotte out of the ring is the... awesome, but in the but ring no, is I mean, she needs well, to one of the, Yeah, she talked about the biggest misconception about her was that, and I had to do a count to see if she it was, was right. It was, on, uh, it was on the Maria Menounos yeah. thing, right? Menounos, yeah. Uh, and she said, you know, that I'm always in the title picture. And she said, guys, my last five reigns weren't for me. Um, and the, I get what she's saying, that, like, the mm. last reign was for Ronda Rousey. Right. The reign before that and She was, was the transitional champion five times in a row, is what she said. <laughs> yeah, she's saying that these were reigns to build up somebody else, mm. to basically be built up to beat me. Right. Uh, and um, Yeah, um, it's such a loaded thing to say, because I understand what she means, but nobody in the world is like i've been champion as many times as me and none of that is for me like come on yeah that's like you, you 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 yeah. you still get the stat of of being a 12 time or whatever how many times champion she is that's something you say every time you come out you can't just say mm-hmm. that is not for me it is for a specific reason charlotte like okay on. tell your dad like, to stop saying he's 16 times too because he and, lost and, 16 times and, and like i said i get why she's saying it but <laughs> like, it's, oh no that was for sting that one time that one didn't count <laughs> and, and, and I do appreciate other things she said, like you know, you don't ever see me attacking people's looks. Or, I love that. Yeah, or, I, I or never thought about shame. that. Yeah, she um, said she was like, in all my years, I uh, she's like, I may have some cut, uh, I may cut deep as a heel, but I have never body shamed. I've never attacked yeah. somebody's appearance. Most of like, the time, it's just like I'm a better wrestler than you, and this is why. It's never I, like you're the, you're this or you're that. The the one thing that I can stick my finger up and go that's kind of not true is that. Um, when she was feuding with Bailey, and she was like, "Well, look at Bailey. Bailey doesn't look like the star of the show. I look like the star. They're not going to put Bailey on red carpet." So mm-hmm. you kind of did do that to Bailey, but oh. it wasn't body shaming, at least. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, we got last one, uh, last Humper chat. This one's from Life of Deem. He says, uh, "I went into Wednesday expecting the Bucks to win. When the one, two, three was counted, I completely lost my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy for Swerve and Lee." Now they have to bring the pyro back for their entrance. 
That was another William R. Washington thing, by the way. Uh, that I <laughs> said guy. trademark on that. Put his uh, little stamp on it. I fucked. I did. I, I uh, this guy threw his initial in there, man. William R. Washington. Yep, exactly. You know? I uh, I used that on. Um, and by the way, if you didn't see, I did get to host uh, Raw post on Fight. You watch right Raw. Here you watch Raw. You watch Raw. By the, by the way. I watched that and I saw you putting over this Maxim male models thing and I was sitting there looking like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy gives me all the shit in the world for liking Rollins and you like that? <laughs> really? Look, hold well, up. First off, well. let me explain. Because I, I explained this on the show because uh, for those who didn't see, basically me and Denise were at each other's throats because she hates Maximum male models. And Denise is I, right on this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Look, Maximum Male Models is a funny thing on a show I hate watching. And so, like, on a show that's fucking miserable, at least I have something to laugh at. If you put this in a show where, contextually, I like most of what the show puts on and this occurs, no. But, like, on its own, seeing... Massey and Mansois. It's just do- so box of gimmicks. How many times <laughs> you could probably think of it because you're Will William R. Washington. How many times have uh, they had a male model thing? Like I'm thinking of five off my head, like Rick mm-hmm. Martel. Oh yeah, De- Breezango. Breezango, yeah. Uh, Silva. No, it's, it's very much. A, no, like, look, it's, it's like we have this. We, I know how to do it. Like look, here's the box of gimmicks. It is very much a box of gimmicks thing. And if it wasn't for the performers, I wouldn't give it any credit at all. But I actually think that Mansoua and Masse, and really, it's like the names. I'm like laughing at more than anything. But I think that Masse is fucking hilarious up there. Um, and <laughs> look, we weren't sure what they were going to change Mace to, but they changed it to Masse. <laughs> and I just want and, the homie to be able to get a gimmick that fucking lasts, man. And, and Mansoor changing him to Mansoor. Look, this thing has no fucking shelf That's life. What I'm all right? saying, That's the other no thing, legs, too. This thing man, is going to die. No all right. Do I respect this as professional wrestling? Absolutely not. But is it one of those just dumb things I'm laughing at because it sucks? Yes. No legs, man. No (laughs) That's what it is to me. If you put it any place else on a show that I I like like what I'm seeing, no. But look, I actually don't hate Maximum Male Models. (laughs) I don't. I'm fucking guilty. I'm sorry. I don't hate this at all. Shout out! Shout out to Manswat, man. Manswat is dope, by the way. Manswat, that is such a great change to Manswat, so, so by the way. Who do you who do you think is going to be the woman that they bring in this week? I, I feel like it has to be Jenny Maxine Dupree. I, I don't want them to change Jenny's name, but I feel like it has to be Jenny. Who else would it be? Mm. Mm. I mean, they could feel that like it doesn't have to be someone who's previously done one of those type of gimmicks is what WWE does. Like they'll throw somebody totally uh you mean they're, pass gonna, in they're there. gonna throw somebody random in there and they're gonna be doing the modern po- model poses? I'm saying you never know. Like who who's in NXT right now that could be that could fill that role. Yo, they're gonna have EO doing the, the model poses. <laughs> oh bro, imagine <laughs> <laughs> 
Red Twin Blade says, talking about uh, the Rage Against the Machine thing, he said, who the F you dorks think the machine what is? What machine could they possibly have been talking exactly. about? I'm confused. <laughs> Allison said, I haven't heard from Biggie lately. Uh, he must be hurt or he can't come to no, the restaurant. Right yeah, he's been, he yeah, he's some, been talking. Somebody you know, in this uh, this podcast did a really great article a couple days ago yeah, discussing he, the man Biggie. He, he, he put out his uh, update at the beginning of the month where he was saying basically that his C1 is not ossifying, which means it's not forming bone and so they want to continue to look at it and they are going to check back in a year is what he said and so so it's he's a long way off yeah so when he spoke to uh tmc sport about it he said that you know he is uh he's not worried about it he's not gonna he's not rushing back and you know he feels like he's at peace if if he can wrestle again if even if that means he can't wrestle again he's at peace with whatever happens yeah. Um, Look, these WWE wrestlers did they like most of them have done the schedule for 10, 12 years. It's rough, you know what I mean? Like at, at worst, like he gets to like rest the rest of his body too, you know, doing this whole yeah. thing. And, so you know. So um yeah, Maxine is a thousand percent a black woman name, by the way. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so but yeah, the thing that kind of bummed me out Maxine I, Shaw, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that kind of bummed me out when I saw it immediately was like it just feels like even if he's saying he's at peace with it, it's like, man, it just feels like for him to come off of the best year of his career as a singles mm-hmm. wrestler and possibly be done and not get another chance to be WWE championship, a WWE champion, that's a bummer. Um, right. But I do think that he's done a lot in his career, and that's basically what I wrote the article about for Bleacher Report. He doesn't have anything else to prove, man. He's mm-hmm. he's had a Hall of Fame career already. Uh, he's had a great career as a tag team wrestler. He's done everything but be United States champion. Yep. Um, he's done it all. Um, he, he hasn't won a, a Royal Rumble, but I mean, first black Money in the Bank winner. So many accomplishments. First black he NXT. He should have won the Royal Rumble this year. Yes. NXT, yeah. NXT champion. First black NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the longest reigning tag team champions. He's had a story career, man. Mm-hmm. He could stop this thing right now, and it wouldn't hurt anything. Like if you um, were like just the New Day stuff, Hall of Fame, but then yeah, and, add in everything else, it's like yo, you know? Yeah, and man, I'm I'm with uh, a lot of black indie wrestlers I've talked to that say, man, normalize putting black wrestlers in on the list of all time greats, and I feel like I in know. terms of what Biggie has done with his career, he deserves his flowers, man. He's he does. Yeah. He's done a lot of great things in his career. Uh, Derek Gordon says, "Nah, people are gonna stop comp- comparing Brit to Char- Charlotte and Roman, saying she's pushed too much, and people are tired of her. Just look at the crowd reactions." Well, I mean, I I will say that that I I was immediately taken aback by the huge pop that Brit got for just a backstage segment. Uh-huh. I mean, but we hadn't seen her in a month, so like that yeah. was the other thing too. I think it was one of those surprises, like, oh shit, Brit's here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I think that was really what it was. Uh, Ryan Lambert says, rename BCC to Maximum Male Models. Maximum. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this. Please don't do this to us. Don't do yeah. that. But yeah, so either way, uh, what's our takeaway from this episode? That uh, Swerve and Keith Lee are tag team champions. Big win, big debut. That Sasha Banks is worth thirty thousand dollars. Of course, big bag. She could get way bigger bags than that. She's actually giving big y'all a bag, discount. Big bag, big bag. Yes. That was just a message for Impact to not text her. Like, yo, I'm charging thirty k, dude. Stay out of my phone. Don't her call episode. <laughs> like this is. <laughs> Don't call over here, bro. Y'all cannot afford me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think our I think our other takeaway is that uh, that Baron Black he's uh, 
he he wants some problems. He wants um, problems. <laughs> yeah. What, what's up? Let, let's start this now. Official Grap City lesson of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God! I didn't even think of this. Chris Robinson says, "Hey, what if Brandy Rhodes is Maxine?" Oh yeah. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Why did you put this into the world? You did it. <laughs> You oh, did no. it. Oh, man. Brandy's no. phone just rang. <laughs> about who is this? Maxine Please with do two not call me with this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I definitely... I don't know. I am just... No. This has been one of the greatest weeks mm-hmm. Like for me. I, I really feel like, like Swerve got to have the, the moment of his career. So far. Oh, yeah. There's more to come. Oh yeah, there's more to come. Mm-hmm. But I think that him getting that that that, that, that win, that mm-hmm. big pop. I mean, he was so hype when he got that three count that he basically threw Rick Knox out of the ring. There, <laughs> Rick Knox was a casualty in a celebration. Sorry, yep. to Rick Knox. <laughs> but yeah, they haven't even been to like Seattle and the Pacific Northwest yeah, yet. So there's, some other there's still shit some happen. big shit that's gonna happen. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Great night. Love it. Folks, this has been Grapsity. Thanks for being with us. Philip Lindsay. You know. Two time champ. Back to back. <laughs> and you know Righteous Red, your favorite rapper, your favorite yeah, writer. Yeah, you favorite. know me. All kind of crazy shit's going <laughs> yeah. on all the time at all moments. Keep on guard and live your life. Yep. I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time. Have a great night. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.